This episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is proudly sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain name, website, or online store, make your next move with squarespace.com slash co-optional. my goodness hello everybody welcome to the podcast uh look i may have clicked the wrong thing and took us to this screen instead of the uh, intro we, it we, fa- we found that out yeah i look <laughs> i i worked really hard to make that beginning flawless and still found a way to screw it up uh you really learn to appreciate total biscuit and production his, value. yeah his insane production value something that i do not have so um we will not we will not look back, and we will keep moving forward and continue with this podcast. Hello, everyone. It's the Co-Optional Podcast. Minus TB. He is recuperating. We wish him the best. And uh, today, it's an office cast. I'm here with all my office buddies. This What's is- up? Hi. Office boys. Yo. Office boys. This is going to be a good one because we're lucky in that I know Dodger and I have played a few of the same games this week. Uh, we have our boy, the completionist on because someone, no names, someone is just playing Zelda and way into it. And it's, I hate you. I oh, hate you. damn. <laughs> Going down you. the gauntlet. I hate you so much. I hate everything about you. He's got the equivalent of that diamond app that you could buy for your iPhone that costs $900. He, yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> just to prove that you're filthy rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's my diamond app. Uh, yeah, that is, that's, I, uh, am excited today. So, with that said. All kinds of good office stuff on here today. We got all the office politics in the, in the snack room. Yeah, I, I hear that. I don't know what uh, Gerard is doing. Somebody, I don't know who has been stealing Gerard's snacks. I don't know who's been taking Gerard's fruit so, snacks. I don't know who has. The man's they try- are, he's they trying are to live healthy. Messed up. Digger, yeah. he's trying to live healthy. I don't know I who know. would steal his fruit snacks. We need True. to find the thief. Whoever that thief A-S-A-P. is. ASAP. Whoever that thief is, we need to find him. Yeah. The murderer is in the room. We can't end the podcast till we find out who it is. It's true. So today. By the way. Oh, I was going to introduce you guys. Our guest today. Are the wonderful Beard Brothers, Mr. Gerard, the Completionist Khalil from uh, The Completionist, right? Yep, that's me, that one video gamer. And the, the other the, the other one, I'd say the better half. I'd say the, you know how they say behind every great man? There's like a beautiful wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, I won't know. I don't know yeah. if beautiful is the right word, but yeah. 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 That's you. Smoke, weems, smoke memes every day, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, Alex Bassiani from uh, The Dex, who is also a beard bro and a n- wonderful guy to have here. And I'm very excited that uh, he's here with us. So, oh, hello, friends. He uh, introduced us to a Will I Am song that none of us had ever heard before. The hardest ever. It's a, bang- it's a banger. He it's makes real cash. good. You make cashews, he goes hard. 
statues. He goes hard, like liquid swords. Yeah, Wait, liquid sword. Is that a lyric? He goes, he goes hard, statues. Because that's yeah. really genius. Oh, actually, yeah. it's actually very smart. Mick Jagger and Jennifer Lopez are in the song. What? It's it's a tribute to the end of 2001: The Space Odyssey. Yeah, you know what? Turn off this podcast and go watch that instead. <laughs> Please don't do that. If you have don't to do that. One thing. If yeah. you have to choose one thing to watch we'll right guys, now. We'll see you guys in four minutes. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into games. I know that we have all played a bunch of games this week, and um, I don't even I don't even know where to start. I, I'm here's the thing. Everything about me wants to start with Gerard and Zelda, but I'm going to save it because that's called getting people to watch the whole damn show. So right. <laughs> that's, that's Somebody called p- me unethical for doing that the other day. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you understand what ethics mean. They were like, you make the title of your video the the final topic that you talk about. That's unethical. I was like, oh my god, this guy's like Neo it. from the Matrix. How did they figure it out? <laughs> you can see the <laughs> oh code. My god. Yeah. Oh my god. It's well, all- <laughs> okay, Jesse, do you want to talk about Night in the Woods then? Because I think we're we would both love to talk let's, about Night in the Woods. Let's do that. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay. Night in the Woods. I'm going to let Dodger explain what she thinks this game's about, but I'm going to tell you what this game's about. <laughs> Night in the Woods is essentially an in-depth uh, bio-mechanical therapeutic look inside what? the mind of Dodger. It is essentially... <laughs> it is essentially the, in and out, the, the inside out of Dodger and that there are these characters... <laughs> Who are all of Dodger's aspects? I imagine all the people who live in her brain. So you have the the sort of moody cat girl who doesn't really know what she wants to do with her life, and has returned home after dropping out of college, and she's just feels like she's a burden on everyone. And then there's the crazy uh, cat boy who, or uh, I'm sorry, fox boy, the fox boy who wants to c- get into crimes and is just crimes. Like a, he's like crimes and just a, a wild guy. Uh, then there's the bear who is in fact a bear, um, which is just, he's a sweetheart and he's just like, yeah, okay. And there's a really great line in it that I loved. Oh, it made my heart, it made my heart hurt when, when the fox was like, you know, uh, uh he just like standing in the corner or, or something. The, the, line oh, the, is- the, the bear was talking about how he doesn't like going to parties. He's like, but I go to parties now. Cause you know how, when you're at a party, you want to just like stand in the corner by yourself. Well, Greg is my corner, and I was yeah, like, "It's oh! like, oh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh." So, so yeah, then, then, so yeah, then there is uh, B, who is what I imagine to be the sort of really pessimistic, borderline goth that lives in Dodger's mind as well. <laughs> and these four characters, the borderline goth that's in there, yeah, Angus, Gregory, B, and May are essentially the inside-out characters in Dodger's head. Convinced of this. <laughs> convinced this story. She went to like a psych eval and the doctor was like, this would make for a wonderful story game. And made this. Made this happen. <laughs> Who is that guy? I don't know. It's her doctor. Don't look at me. I didn't... Oh, wonderful the... game. Do you have the same doctor as the Animaniacs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I sure do. <laughs> uh... I'll get you, Vaco. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, so, I need to, I, Dodge, you can talk. I need to add, like, a, this is what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 do it. Um, yeah, this is this is uh, kind of a game about 
having like an existential crisis as a young adult. And it's so good. And um, when it was done, and this this won't be any kind of a spoiler, but like when it was done, I immediately, my first thought was, this game kind of tried to do the same thing that Life is Strange did, um, where it wanted to go, it, it goes into a lot of like personal relationships between people who are in a certain age group and how they relate to their families and their friends, depending on like where they're at in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, while also having this kind of like surrealistic element to the story. And I just, I thought that it was so good. I thought it was so well written. You know how when Life is Strange came out and everybody was like, it's a good game. The dialogue is kind of, it's terrible, but it's a good game. (laughs) I would say this game is a good game and has fantastic dialogue. The dialogue is, some of the lines in there are really, really profound for a game that is about cat people and- and... About like animals. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Young adult animals. (laughs) But there's 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 a moment in the game where you discover that it's one of those things that as a teen slash young adult, a lot of the times in your life, and this last spoiler for, for people out there, this last you will not get out of this phase until you're like late twenties and maybe even then not. This is something yeah, that you will I was like, say. you will there's a lot of people I know <laughs> who who will not make it out of this phase until much later in life. And you have like a moment of revelation that um, your actions affect more than just you. And when you realize that, you're like, holy shit, like what? Either you're going to end up as a self-centered asshole for the rest of your life, or you're going to like learn about the people around you and adapt. Absolutely. And so in, in this, uh, story, there's a moment where, um, you have a conversation with your mom and it turns into a fight, but it's one of those things where I believe that our main character for the first time realizes like everything that I did affects all these other people because they did all this work for me and I just like squandered it. And it's like a huge moment. And there's so much shit in this game. We're just like, (laughs) wow, that is too real to life. And I'm not sure I can handle it right now. From the the very beginning too, the game never pretends to be like this, this fun, adorable game about animals, right? Like from the get go, you're like, Oh, they're like, these are, these are characters that look adorable, but the way that they interact is very real. Um, and I think that it sets the tone in a really awesome way. I loved this game like from beginning to end. I thought that it was great. And I also feel like I missed a lot. Like even though I, even though I beat the game, um, I have the urge to go back and replay it because I feel like there was still stuff that I didn't do or didn't see. Because um, it, it does it, it does give you lots of like little mini things to do in in town and stuff, and it winds up being really fun to just like explore and talk to everybody and yeah. yeah there's there's it's here's the thing. It's a game that I uh, will probably finish it up today. I just got to what I think is like the plot. <laughs> Basically, I've played hours and oh, hours I and hours. This, it. No, I played a lot of this game. Uh, I have I got to the Harfest night and a little bit after that. And so I okay, like there's a there you've got a decent amount left. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot to this game that is more than just teenage angst and and the problems that these people have, but that stuff adds to the realism of the fact that then suddenly something utterly and totally bizarre starts happening, and mm-hmm. and your character works through problems and dreams, and those dreams are really weird and really fascinating, and um. It is, it is, it is very interesting, but I wrote, I I tweeted out a quote from this game because I was like, 
This I I've never seen this in a game before, and it like blew my mind. This was a game quote. Um, <laughs> not knowing how something worked used to seem like magic. Now not knowing means it might be going wrong, and I may not be able to fix it. And I was like, holy Ooh, fuck! Too real. I was like, that's too fucking real for me. I was like, this game nailed that because I was like, that I feel that ninety percent of my life where I was like, I just want to know what's happening. Not because I need, like, I want to get in, like, the gossip of it. Just because, boy, would I like to know. So I feel like I have some control. Like, semblance of control. I was like, yeah. fuck, that's too real. Like, cut the cord. It's too real. <laughs> that's but, actually what I was going to ask about. Because I, look, I, this game's been on my radar for a very long time. It's, like, right up my alley, it seems like. But it seems like there's, like, a disconnect between, like, the sort of, like, friendly sort of. I mean, it definitely looks sort of, like, gothy, cool, kind of alt art sort of look. Mm -hmm. But, like. How dark does this game go? Like, it's, is this like um, a horror it, game? No, no, but it, there, it's a mystery. There's a mystery involved, and there's, mm -hmm. uh, but really, it's for as much as there's like moments of reflection and things like that that you that I just like mentioned. Um, a lot of the game is about friendships and about uh, like the funny inside jokes between friends. It's about growing older and how. You know, for example, she's 20, but the teens in town are like, get out of here, old person. Um, the, <laughs> yeah. the, it's about going back and, and, like, seeing lost loves. Like, all the things that any person can relate to are in this game, but it's handled in a way that is charming. Like, it's not heavy-handed, and it's, like, the conversations you have with your mom, just conversations where she's reading a book, and the book she reads is they're ludicrous books, but she explains it because she loves it so much. And you're just like, what are you reading, mom? But she's your mom. Yeah. And so the everything about it is great. Like it, It's mm -hmm. it's it's yeah, the realest I, game I've played in a long time. Same. Yeah, I would say it's not it's not like a scary game, but it, it goes into some dark stuff. I don't know if Jesse's gotten there yet, but there's like it it touches on some intense stuff you well, know but, but it but all it's, has but to it's do not, with like interpersonal relationships but okay but it's not like oh man like look at this fox get his guts cut out no 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 no, 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 no. fox no but That's like but you know there's some characters who are just like it, it's it's one of those things where every character in this game you either relate to that person on a personal level or you know someone who is that person every single character and so it's it's interesting to see the way they portray those characters, and you're like, oh my god, I know, like, I know that person so much. I was doing much. that constantly when I was playing the game. I was like, holy shit, this is just like my friend from college, or like, holy shit, I've felt this way before, you know? Yeah. like, and, and, and there's yeah. moments where you can see, like, at one point, one of the characters, what's interesting about this game is that it has a lot of replay value, in that I know that when I played, and when Duger played, and when Kristen played, we all had different conversations with our mom. Um... Interesting. And I know that you can certain nights pick certain friends to hang out with, and so that opens yeah. up new storylines. And I know in one of them, um, I don't think it's one that you did, Duger. I uh, went out with one of the characters, and we had this conversation that was straight up just like, I don't think I'm good enough for the relationship I'm in, and I feel like I'm sabotaging it the entire time because I'm just a scumbag. Damn. But like, I love this person so so much, but I am a like I'm a mess, and I know I'm a mess, but. And I know this relationship's gonna fail, and there's nothing I can do, but, like, I'm a fucking mess, but I need to be, like, that kind of thing, and you're just like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, and there's, there's, uh, like, so much that you can see and get out of this game, that it's like, 
it's an emotion. It like hits you right. Like, damn, this is it. I liked. I think you're right. I liked. Um, I was about to say Fatal Frame. My brain just died. Not Fatal Frame. What's the uh, the two girls and the thing? Life is strange. Life is strange. It's like Fatal Frame. Fatal they frame. take photos. They take photos. They're the same. They're the same. Yeah. Almost yeah. rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I, so this game rings as a combination of Life is Strange. And the music, definitely. The music vibe is very Life is Strangey. It has a Life is Strange um, vibe, but also, more importantly, it has an oxen-free thing to it as well, where you can, like, choose and make choices in conversations that affect your, the way you interact with people. I'm telling you, this is a game that you should definitely pick up. You so, in conclusion, yet another game that I'm not going to get to play this month because every good game comes out this month. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It, it's... So this, is, this is for for PC, right? Uh, it's on PlayStation it's, now, I think. Yeah, it's, it's also on, on PS4. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm much more of a console gamer, so when a game is on console, I get really happy. So that makes me happy. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's. I think this is one of those things that uh, someone in chat mentioned that uh, Jesse finally got the feeling I got from Undertale. Like, I feel like that's. I I, the reason why I like this game is unlike Undertale, I didn't have to go through the like gr grinding of an RPG to experience the story. Right. And so even though I think the Undertale story is fantastic and I think the characterizations in that are great, I just hated the, the gameplay of it. But this one, because it's just an exploration, like bounce around on telephone wire kind of game, there isn't a lot of stuff hampering you from experiencing the story. So you get right. the full story and I love it. I love it to death. This may be right now one of my favorite games of the year, just in advance of the I year. I can't wait for you to finish it. I would love to talk with you about it after I'm you excited. finish yeah, it. Yeah, so far I'm very impressed and uh, as it picks up in the weird side of the story and we get to see like things that I'm finally like, oh, here's the game! Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Jesse's favorite state of mind. <laughs> Oh, like, here's the game. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, when the game, when the story finally picks up and it's like, oh. <gasps> oh, my. I see where we're going. <laughs> yeah. I found it. Mm -hmm. um, for something a bit lighter, uh, I played that weird Where's Waldo game called Hidden Folks. And oh, yeah. it's actually fantastic. It's a it's a game where it just shows you like a gobbledygook mess of shit, right? It's like, here, you're in a forest. And when you just glance at it, you're like, everything looks the same. There's so many people. There's so much going on, right? This is that black and white game, right? It's a yeah, it's a black and white game. It has um a color option that you can switch to that makes all of the whites slightly orange in case it's like hurting your eyes. Um but it's great. Uh the dev came what into my chat called? while I was playing it. It's called Hidden Folks. Done. And now it's on the screen. Look at me. I'm helping. <laughs> yeah. I'm professional and shit. Super professional. Um, the dev made every single sound in this game with his mouth, and it's hilarious. Uh, it's one of those games where even if it's not something that you're looking for, if you click on it, it'll make a sound or it'll have like an action, right? So you wind up really, really loving looking for these things because it gives you kind of hidden object style. It gives you like a bunch of stuff that you're looking for. Um, if you hover over each thing, it'll explain to you. It'll it'll give you like a hint. You know, it'll be like, oh, man, tired Terry is really sleepy today, probably because he went to the movie shop. Right. And then you're like, oh, shoot. OK, I'm going to look around in this town for the movie shop and see if I can find tired Terry. Right. Uh 
And yeah, everything that you click on does something and has this hilarious noise. Like I, I'm trying to remember what it was. I think that it was the cars. There was one that took place in a neighborhood. And every time I clicked on a car, you just hear beep, beep. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. So I was like <laughs> clicking on all the cars. They were like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> It's just so funny. Um, yeah, the dev is super cool. The game is really fun. And they're adding more. Like, they released it with a decent amount to do. Not, like, a ton. Um, but there are there are more levels that they're adding in. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. I That game is super fun and really, really cute. If you're looking for something to just kind of, like, space out and have fun with. Hidden folks, it's fun. I love that there's so many games that people are starting to take seriously now, like actually where it's just like, okay, yeah, this is like, a, like, here's what the game is. Let's like take this simple premise and like, let's experience that premise instead of being like, why isn't this in the game? Like more, let's have it come now. Like, you know, I just, I love that. Like, we're just looking at like a picture book trying to find Waldo again. It's right. tight. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I also like those games that, speaking of simplified, the ones that are essentially choose your own adventure games. Yeah. I'm fine with those being games now. It's mostly just text. Yeah, it's mostly text yeah, and you're just I reading, but too. I don't care. I think it's great. I like the idea that I'm just like, click, okay, next part. Yeah, like like I'm also playing Dark Souls, but like sometimes I just want to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I don't want to stress over dying right. repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. Nonsense. Everyone <laughs> should enjoy Dark Souls all the time. <laughs> right. I should always play Dark Souls. Yeah, that should be all that you play. If you could rebrand the decks so that it was the darks. The darks. The dark souls. <laughs> the dark souls. But it's all, uh, it's just I, Pokemon I still? <laughs> still it's Pokemon, Pokemon but, but like, Pokemon. it's the dark souls of Pokemon. Yeah. It's a roguelike. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hell yeah. That'd be great. I, have, have, have you guys played anything else this week? Anything crazy? I'm, don't say um, anything. I'm saving it, Gerard. Aside from the Switch stuff? I played something that wasn't the Switch. Yo, talk to us. I played... Well, I just got sent to code yesterday for the brand new Spectre Knight, Shovel Knight. Uh, oh, yeah. Yo, How is that? This, this it game is business. is incredible. They... So, sound like, bleeped you. Yeah. It, <laughs> bleeped, like, it was like, no, no, no. You would not sweat the day. Did you, uh, so, did you guys play uh, Plague Knight campaign for uh, Shovel Knight? Yeah. So you know how it, so you know how essentially essentially it was the same levels as Shovel Knight with like extra areas to go travel like, to. They kind of just like edited it so that you could get around with your new powers basically for, yeah. for Plague Knight. Yeah, there's like also secret little hidden path to add different parts of the levels. In Spectre Knight, they redid every level. Every le it's it's a brand new game. It is a brand new game done in the Shovel Knight engine if you will. Um they, I feel like Shovel Knight perfected the art of um, kind of making a really solid platformer Mega Man game. This one is really in the zone of perfecting Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Gaiden for some people. Um, mm -hmm. And how Spectre Knight handles. Because Shovel Knight's kind of more up and down, you know, with his bounces and, and pretty straightforward. And uh, Plague Knight has a lot of potions and things that like make fly across the... The levels and and kill enemies. Spectre Knight is like, it's it's Shovel Knight. It it's 
It's like it's Sonic a- meets Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, where that's exactly can, what like, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, you can, when you jump uh, at towards an enemy, you have an, an, a lock-on, and you can kind of diagonally attack them. And as you go um, up and around, uh, some of the levels end up making it so you, like, attack an enemy, fall all the way down, and then attack the enemy going back the other way to get onto a ladder. So it's just genius level if you guys like Shovel Knight, uh, Specter Knight is a brand new campaign. It is awesome. I I can't, I can't. I mean, I love Shovel Knight, obviously, but man, they they killed it. They he a does a kickflip awesome. on his damn scythe. There's like parts where you like grind like tech deck style on stuff, and he like whoo, does t- kickflips. And the platforming is so much more uh, like dynamic than than Shovel Knight is. It's a lot more like you feel badass more than you're just like. Doom. Right. Yeah, really cool stuff. Love you it. Feel, it's it's hard, and you feel badass while you're playing it. Sick. Yeah. I, and new Shovel Knight comes with co-op, and that's that's Nintendo. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's Nintendo frustrating on the Switch. It's so good, like where you like fuck over your friend, that kind of thing. <laughs> you're like, oh, you jumped on me, and now I fell down a hole. Like that kind of vibe is is large on the Shovel Knight co-op train. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of co-op, what game did we play this week, guys? That was something island, something. Oh, uh, the the like simultaneous Mario Party game. Castaway, not Castaways. Marooners is what it is. Marooners, yeah, that's Marooners. It. Y'all need to what just go that? look up Marooners. It's basically Mario it's Party. Mario Party. Alex, you can explain it. Go on. <laughs> like, okay, like you know how in Mario Party, like you have a game board and you like. Like, oh, like, we're on this space. Now we're going to play this game. Instead of a game board for Marooners, there's, like, a map of, like, many islands. And okay. it's, it's more like a meanwhile on this island screen. And you just, like, start playing a minigame. And then, like, before the minigame is even done, like, if somebody dies or somebody gets, like, a power-up or something, it's like, okay, we're going to pause right there. And then it, like, zooms out, goes to this island. And you basically, by the end, you're playing, like, six or seven Mario Party games simultaneously interesting and like, and like bouncing back and forth between them while you're still trying to like remember those mechanics and like remember what you were doing last time you were playing like there's ones where like for example like a thing will like come down on you that has like holes and you have to get in the right hole and if you don't remember like where you were headed like the last time you were playing the game you might run the other way and get smushed it's really tight mm-hmm. really good really it's, good stuff it's it's a fun game in that if you die you can still mess with people and so every or time sometimes you just vanish and like you can't control your character anymore, which might just be a thing that happens to just me, but whatever. <laughs> every time we play a game without fail, something happens where he just disappears off the screen <laughs> and no longer exists. And it's every it's like almost every game. Really tight stuff. Love it. It's in really- <laughs> And then he just screams for like three hours. He's like, ah! <laughs> It's great. It's great. That's I love that's the, my favorite way to lose. It's angrily. <laughs> I, I do a lot of losing, guys. Best way to lose is by glitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, here's real talk. I have so m- I need to play Hollow Knight. Haven't even touched it yet. Hollow it Knight looks- is fantastic. I can talk about Hollow yes, Knight. Yes, please do. I've been looking at that. And I'm like, I want to play it so badly. Oh my god, it's a beautiful game. It's very, um, it's very Metroidy, um, Metroidvania, I guess. You, um. You play like a, you're like a little dude with a little pincer head. You're in a world of all bugs. 
and you go down a well. You come to this town where uh, a, an old bug is like, our town used to be great, but there's a there's a kingdom that's below us, and I think the kingdom is cursed. And so you go down this well, and you start the whole... You know, every every time you play like an older Metroid game, you just you're instantly lost. <laughs> you're like, yes. I don't know where I am. Yeah. I don't know where anything is. That's absolutely the sort of feel that this game replicates, but in a way that's that's really cool. Like, you have so many different directions you can go, and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to just go somewhere, right? I guess I'm just going to start exploring. Um, and it winds up being really, really fun, and you eventually run into a guy who's, like, obsessed with cartography, and he's, like, making a map, and you can buy maps of different areas from him, and um, you can eventually, like, fill in areas that you've found that he didn't find, and uh, and yeah, again, in, in a very Metroid way, like, you could easily accidentally skip an area where you would get an ability that you need in order to get somewhere. And then you'll have to be like, oh, shoot, well, was there a place that I didn't go, you know? And uh, the whole aesthetic of the game is beautiful, and I love it. The controls are really tight. Um I, I just think that it's, it's like a beautiful, great game. The it's music's so cute. lovely. Yeah, it's so right. Cute. Yeah. The little boy. The little boy is such a cutie patootie boy. Mm -hmm. It's so I good. I love it. Um, and also, I'm wondering. I don't. I don't feel like this is a spoiler. But like the the way that uh, that like HP works in this game is you have uh, you have sort of like a vial that looks like a mask, um, hmm. and as you attack things, you fill up the vial. If you get hit, you can use that vial, you can like hold down B and it's kind of like you're focusing your power to heal yourself. Uh, so you can always see like how many like blips of health you have and if you're down too low. If you lose all of them, you have to like go and recover your spirit almost. So like you you come back and you're able to play, but the the face, like the mask is kind of cracked, hmm. like it's broken. And you can play normally, but it's obvious that there's, like, something wrong. And the second you go back to the area where you died, there's this really creepy music. And you can just see, like, this this black, like, evil that you left behind. And you have to, like, basically oh, defeat yourself. And it's it's super cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, you said, you said Metroidvania. And I had, like, a specific, you know, idea in my mind. And then I right. saw the art style. And it's it's like it's not Metroidvania, but it is. It's it's crazy. It has this like kind of Tim Burton don't star vibe to it that I really, really like. Right. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful looking game. And it, I don't think that it's until you start playing it and you're like, holy shit, this map is complex. Like, I can't remember where I've been. Like, I need to go back to this area or I need to get back to the surface. You know, it isn't until then that you're like, this feels a lot like playing Castlevania or Metroid. At least yeah. for me, it did. And it's coming to the Switch, right? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Sick. I saw a, uh, a announcement from the company because I followed them on Twitter and was like, oh, "Go on." I think it's one of their. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of their big uh, buy art console titles, which is pretty dope. Yeah, the Nintendies or whatever they're called. Uh, <laughs> get out, yeah. Teacher Art! Get out of get here! Out of here! Hell yeah! Nobody what likes you. you. Nobody even likes you days. anymore. I hate Three you more so days. much. Three more days. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna more days. if me, we're just gonna I keep showing off stuff to, I was never able to grab one. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I went to buy one, they were sold out. Knowing I'm Gerard probably has 
knowing Girardi probably has 15 pre-orders. Don't don't worry, Dukes. I I pre-ordered three, so don't you trip. I'll I'll, I'll borrow one. (laughs) I'll take one from you. I well, I bought three because literally, I actually technically I pre-ordered five so far, but out of the five that I pre-ordered, get the fuck out! Hold on, but here, here's why I pre-ordered five. What? There's no reason first, in reality to no, pre-order. No, there. How? Hold on, you. You're you the reason why there's a Let's kid go. in the middle hold of on. like Idaho no, 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 crying no. right now. No, no, no. <laughs> let me explain. Let me explain why I pre-ordered so many. Go on. Walmart, Target, and Best Buy. They canceled so many goddamn pre-orders for the consoles. I was in the hotel oh, room. Oh, shit. I pre-ordered my my Switch from Walmart. Within 30 minutes, my pre-order was canceled. I bought it from Target. The same thing happened. I had what? I had so many pre-orders canceled that any time I had the opportunity to buy one, I bought one knowing that it was going to be canceled. That's just that's what I accepted. And so, uh, out of the ones that I've gotten, I ended up one from Best Buy and two from Amazon. But my Target and Walmart ones got got shut down. And who knows? Like maybe tomorrow I'll get an email saying, "Hey, uh, it's it's canceled." Hey, you have so. five switches. Yeah. Hey, you now have five switches. <laughs> hey, just kidding. Those weren't canceled. You have ten switches. Look, the only all switch- I'm saying is it's fresh. It's fresh. It's refreshing to see so much just earnest switch hype from you guys right now. I just love to see it. The chat's hyping about it. You know, they're like, why are you pre-ordering so many? Which means to me that everybody wants to buy one, which makes me feel chuffed. I'm chuffed. (laughs) I'm just feeling so chuffed, honestly. And I know we're not deep in Switch Talk yet, but uh, the second that I, like, was standing there watching a friend play Zelda, I was like, fuck, I need it. Like I need, I need this. I need it. (laughs) Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not going to get to Zelda yet, but real talk, uh, Watching, if you just want to go, there's an Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash NotoriousCOX. Just go look at Gerard playing for, I think it's like 10 seconds. I've never seen a man have that much fun. He literally is in the fun zone. And I'm like, man. <laughs> literally well, in, the fun zone. in the fun zone. Yeah, I was like, I wish I was in the fun zone. I didn't even know, like, I didn't know when you were filming it i just knew that you were on your phone like social media stuff so i have no idea what the clip is it's just you shouting at the screen and you're like yeah take that take that get him dog it's not even in this game <laughs> it's just really it's just really guard <laughs> already unlocked all the extras with the amiibos they like yeah, he already has his wolf. amiibo unlocks man's killing it <laughs> damn i want to yeah. play the switch <laughs> as somebody uh, who plays one game for his job all the time it's hard to get me to like sit down and play a whole freaking game. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is going to kill me, dude. I'm just going to become like a wraith. I already look, everybody in the chat's already like, yo, he looks like shit today, but like, I'm going to look way, <laughs> sh- I'm going to look way shittier after I'm playing Breath of the Wild till five in the morning every day. <laughs> yeah, you think this is as low as I'll get? Just you wait. Just you wait. Okay. You're the best. Uh, Thank you, chat. <laughs> yeah, you guys kill it. Um, here's my question. Before we move on to Switch, yeah, I got this bad boy right here. Oh, oh God, um, I want it. I I am gonna tweet out during the break a photo from the art book, guys. I know. Um, I know it's it's probably too soon, but I think I've I've fallen in love again, and uh. <laughs> 
It's it's with the art version, the art book version of Kristen. Is it Aloy? Yes. It's not Al. I thought it was Aloy. It's Aloy. Yeah. I, the art book version of her is like literally every waifu that could exist crammed together in one. I'm just like. <gasps> <laughs> It's unfair she doesn't exist. In fact, if she did exist, honestly, I would wish her better than me. It's because that's how much I love this woman. I'm like, oh my god. Love her. Love her. Um What's the what's the name of the uh like sort of like desert looking princess? She looks like the Gerudo type people. Great, you princess. know what? Great question. Hold on. I'm I'm about to I'm about to pull something only I can do. Kristen! What? Do you want to talk about Horizon? On the podcast? Sure. Yo. All right. I'm about to leave. Kristen. 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 Is Jesse going to get more of those fruit snacks? He's literally just watching me. <laughs> just like always. All right. Great. What are we talking about? Horizon? Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell us your thoughts, your non-spoilery thoughts on Horizon. Okay. Well, I've only played five hours so far so uh i have limited information it's only been out for 12 hours yeah yeah well i think i did a great job right yeah 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 yeah. you're killing it already yeah so uh i think it's incredible and it's amazing and it's a masterpiece and it was really funny because i was actually playing it with my roommate's mom watching and she's like 65 years old and uh she was just like wow this game looks really pretty is this a real game is this a movie this looks incredible so even she thought it was awesome. Uh, I don't want to say too many spoilery things because I think that the best part of it is that you don't really know the story going in. Right. Don't really know what's going on. But um, yeah, if you like games like The Witcher, which I obviously do, you will <laughs> love this game. It's so fun. Uh, so can I ask? Then, yeah. So, so can I ask? Are you like settling into a loop already, or are you like, are you just like still like, oh, what's this? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that like, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely really excited. Yeah, uh, I looked at the map, and I looked at what I did in five hours, and then I zoomed out, and I realized how big it was. So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's really awesome. Um, there are, let me see. There are definitely side quests. No spoilers. There are side quests that are really cool that are like witchery where you can see that there's more backstory into these other characters' lives. That's really cool. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. You feel really badass when you take down robots. It hurts me how many goddamn games there are that are coming out like this at the same time that are just, like, immense. I know! Video. And Mass Effect's about to come out, too, so there's another open and Persona. of our lives. I know, and Persona! Yeah. yeah. Gear up, guys. Four weeks of <laughs> insanity. <laughs> no more games for the rest of the year. Just these. I, I think noticed. Jesse might be on your computer. Yeah, I noticed. In yeah, your I can see that. <laughs> wow, Kristen, I didn't know that you loved Jesse so much. Yep. I didn't know that so you were true. so like true. such a huge fan of Jesse. Yep, he's pretty cool. <laughs> no, 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 Kristen, you're playing on a regular PS4, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't have. I'm talking about Horizon. I don't have a PS4 Pro because I'm poor. Uh, yeah, normal PS4. Okay, and it, and it looks beautiful enough to be a movie on a yeah. normal PS4. Yeah, um, I, read somewhere, I have a crush I re- on everybody in this game so far. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it. I just have a crush on everybody that I've ever seen in my life. Right, right. Even <laughs> robot animals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, I don't know. I don't know what else there's to say because I don't want to say anything too like sketchy. But uh, definitely everybody it. play it. Yeah, it's so fun. Great. Yeah. Huh. Right, I'm excited. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. I don't know. Jesse's gonna play it later, and then he'll talk to everybody. <laughs> I know Sam's playing it right now. I was watching him before the stream. Yeah, yeah I, saw that I too. came upstairs to say hi to him, and I saw he was in a cutscene, and I was like, "About face," because I didn't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't. Definitely don't know anything about it. That would be like he was the best he was screaming a little earlier. Maybe there's a little bit of maybe there's a. Is it hard? No, not really. Uh, personally, I'm very bad at shooting when it's not uh, on PC, so that part makes this hard for me. But um, there's a lot of stealth elements in it, so if you're not good at the shooting thing. You can do fine just by stealthing. I'm so hype. I'm so yeah. damn hype. Holy crap. Yeah, man. Soon. Post podcast. Get in on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got four days. Great. I got it downloading on my PS4 Pro right now. I'm excited to play it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Appar oh, appa shit. Appar apparently the game like was natively made in 4K. So I'm super excited what it looks like. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Yeah. Sick. Great. Well, I'm going to move it over to Jesse now because I'm definitely not a good host for this podcast. <laughs> You're lovely. Thank I you so much for, for being our guest. Anytime. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. I had it, I tweeted out the thing. Great. Now everyone can see my love. I'm out. I'm so out. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> she just quit. She just quit, you guys. Yeah, she quit just now. Yeah. Awkward. <laughs> Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey, everyone. I'm back now. What's up, dog? I've Welcome. returned. Can I just say, uh, Jesse looking better today. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dude, Storm at least it's life. not. I've, I've been called a porn star or porn scriptwriter from every decade from the 60s to the 90s. So wow. I, don't feel too bad. Yeah, uh, so if you go to Twitter right now, you can see the art book photo. Uh, Twitter.com slash Jesse Cox. Basically, she is like. If I, if you, from now on, people are like, when people say, Jesse, what's your perfect woman? I'm just going to send them that art book <laughs> literally i can like oh my gosh she's, she's beautiful gorgeous and that and like that's but in like that like next door kind of way and just like right. she's just so cute and, sure she covers all the bases y'all i can't fight it i can't fight my love i need everyone to know she's my newest and number one waifu and i'm just like i can't and not even I'll the get game you a dakimakura with her on it <sighs> and then you can squeeze it to sleep every night there you go but, like, I like my space. I don't want to, like... <laughs> you don't want her to get too clingy? Yeah, you know, you know, they take all the covers and you're freezing in the middle of the night. I don't, right, yeah. I don't need that. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that you have your priorities. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely priorities are straight and we're good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Look, chat, don't, just don't tell any of my other waifus that I have a new waifu. We'll be fine. Just don't, just don't let this incredible video game completely eclipse Pac-Man Championship Edition 2, which is, like, it sounds like I'm joking. That first one of those games is, like, one of the funnest arcade games I've ever played in my goddamn life. So Pac All of the Pac-Man Championship games are great. They're so tight. Like, don't, yeah. don't sleep on that shit. If you got, like, 10 bucks to spend or whatever it costs instead of 60 bucks, go get Pac-Man. It's tight. I, is yeah. there anything else before we hit break? Any uh, small um, games we going to talk about? Yeah, I, I can say that I, I also played uh, Guide Eater 2 Rage Burst because PS4 one? of the anime. Um, it was God made it. for Vita, and it's now been released on PC. 
So I played the PC version. It's very obvious this is a Vita game. You know how in uh, in Vita games where it's like, all right, and now you're going to go do this mission. And now you're going to go do this mission. You realize very quickly, wow, there are only like three maps yeah. in this whole game. Everybody's um, super smooth. Yeah, that's yeah. you can definitely tell it's made for Vita. It looks nice. It's basically like, um, I hated the anime, just as a side note to anybody who's like, oh man, did you like the anime? I actually really hated it. But uh, but this game is basically like it seems super contrived. Well, it's dystopia Monster Hunter, right? right. It's like everybody you do is bad or something, right? Well, you're they use oh my god they use warriors who sync up well with these weapons, but the weapons are made of monsters, and so you have to like feed the monsters other monsters. So you like go out and you fight. These, like, alien monsters because they're destroying the world and there's only a small bastion of humans left. And then when you defeat the monster, your weapon has to eat it. And that's the plot of the anime. And that's that's the plot. Yeah. Uh, and the cutscenes that we did watch were fantastic because there's a uh, giant frog head you can put on yourself. And hot damn, you definitely wear them into your cutscenes. And oof, it makes everything great. And there's, worth. like, and really... Oof. It, oof! There are really serious uh, cutscenes where people are talking about like the future of humanity, and then it'll like do a shot that's supposed to be over your shoulder, but your head is so big you can't see anything. Oh god, it's quality. Um, yeah, so we had fun. I would say Monster Hunter is absolutely better, but uh, if I think that if I had played it on Vita, I would be like, oh, this is a pretty good Vita game. But because I was playing it on PC, I just kept being like, God, another map, maybe. Just, like, that's, something else. That's like, how I felt ooh. about Final Fantasy Type-0. You're just like, yeah. no. Give me this portable. Bite-sized chunks? No. Yeah. Yeah. And the monsters the monsters that you fight, the gods, if you will, the monsters that you fight in the game do get progressively, like, way cooler. Like, really, really cool, interesting monsters. Um, so that absolutely made it worth it. But controls-wise and everything else, I was just like, well, that's a game. I had fun, but... I probably will not play that again. Yeah, I I am I I think that'll be my exact same response to the Berserk game. Really? Oh god, I bet the Berserk but was Berserk, gonna be I am super is a great anime though. This is what I'm saying though. I'm super excited to play it, but everyone who has played it so far has been like, meh, I don't think I'll really? play it again. No! It was fun. Which breaks my heart because I want it to be so good. Yeah. Berserk Dynasty oh, Warriors is, is like gonna be amazing. I don't know. There's never been a bad Musou game. Let's be real. Uh, that's... If, you like, if you like it, it's just the same damn thing every single time. It's literally the only reason... Look, let's be real. Zelda's great, but... Uh, Switch, the reason why I'm getting you is because of... Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem Warriors, or whatever they're calling it. I, I want that so badly. I want it so... Badly. Dude, Sam is still completely addicted to Fire Emblem Heroes. So Are you still I. playing that a bunch? Yeah, man, I love that thing. It is. It just been, makes me want to play good Fire Emblem, though. It, I just like I'm <laughs> playing it, and I'm like, this. I'm not actually playing a game. I'm just like, t farm villain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I like try after Mario Run. I just was like, I think I'm going to stop playing mobile games for a while. I loved Mario Run, but I got so much shit for playing it that I just was like, I think I'm just going to. Stick to playing console games for a while. Mario Run was pretty good. I, I like. I don't. Really I loved Mario Run. I thought it was great. They have a, have a bunch of like cool holiday events all the time. It's cool. It's fun. But 
you know. Yeah. I don't know. Fire Emblem just did not seem appealing to me. So I'm with you. Though. I'm with you, Jesse. Though Warriors is going to be sick. Yeah, I'm excited for uh, all of those types of games. Every time a new one comes out, where it's like a different franchise and it's something new, and it's like we're taking this thing and making like when Zelda Hyrule Warriors came out, that was the dopeness. I was so excited to play that, and it shocks me continually that there's still updates and things for it. I'm like, man, I should go back and and play, but. I have stuff to do. Is that, I wonder if it's going to be a Dynasty Warriors game or like the Orochi, uh, like because I act, typically when they do that when they do the licensed games, I really liked uh, the Dragon Quest one because it had the like Orochi structure more because mm-hmm. it's like a little bit more RPG e like with a party and with like a little bit more it's a little bit I don't know it's like less complicated mm-hmm. and I, I I thought that was really cool but I don't know like Hyrule Warriors was very very. A lot. There was like a lot, a lot to do in there, and I don't know how much time I can put into that. Well, they always have a lot. I definitely did not finish Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. What was your final playtime on that, Gerard? Uh, well, how dare you shame this man? How dare you? It's it's not a shame uh, thing. It's like he's the only one who did it. Well, no. Well, it's changed now because I haven't. I need to like keep playing it because they keep updating the the DLC. Oh. By vanilla completionist run without any of the DLC it took me 256 hours nope. in the in the first three me having the game and then um, I have already finished for my update video that I'm going to make in like three years uh, I've already finished uh, the Majora's mask map and uh, the hard mode map and I think uh, I've racked up another 200 hours so Damn. They added more characters and more weapons and items and amiibo support. So it's it's still a great game that keeps on giving, but man, is it a nightmare for completionists. When one, yeah. of, the, when one of the games finally kills you, can I have all your stuff? I'll put it in the will, yeah. Cool. Can I have the you. Switch? <laughs> yeah, I don't want the Switch. I just want everything else. You have an office full of cool stuff that I want, so... You, want all, this, you want all the stuff yeah, over here Yeah, when we come in wall? one day and you're just... Dead and there's a death screen on the screen as well because he fell off a cliff. Just said game over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna t- not only am I gonna take a photo and tweet it out as like, haha, it got him, but I'm also <laughs> <laughs> got him, got him, <laughs> got him. Yuck, yuck, actually, yuck. actually, all I want is your Switch Pro controller. That can I have that if you if you die? You want this? Yeah, if you die, I want that. Those are hard to get. I I you hate want you this so right much. here. Get yeah. out of town. You That's know what? what? It's sick. There's no... You're a bad man, Gerard. You're a bad man. <laughs> All right. Speaking of your badness, when we come back, I'm going to change it right now so people can get hype. We're going to do it right now. Anime that game or some shit. Zelda. Come on, man. At least put the real game name there. There you go. That new Zelda. When we come back, that's what we'll talk about. And now, now to try my hardest to, to not only get this commercial break right, but play a sponsored video because today we straight up sponsored, by, like always, by our good friends at Squarespace. God help Woo! me. God help Great me. Squarespace. Squarespace. Uh, so easy to make those websites, man. Damn. Yeah. Just hot. Just, hot damn. Just no I can make fact. twenty websites during this break. It's so easy. I know hard. The easiest statues. And they they have twenty four seven support and tons of uh, uh, templates and all sorts of fun things. So here we go. Sword. Don't forget to mute us. Bear with me. And they're muted, 
Okay, then, wait for it, then we do... Today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. Guys, real talk. I am going to let you in on a secret. I'm not that proficient when it comes to the world of tech stuff. I know. I seem uh, I seem like I got it together. I don't. Every day is a struggle. It is keeping up with you damn kids. It's tough. It's tough. But somehow there exists a jessicox.com. I made it with Squarespace. Real talk, I did. They have these amazing, beautiful templates that you can use. And then I took one and just sort of tweaked it a little bit. Everything's built in. It's an all-in-one platform. You can make it all there. Nothing to patch, install, upgrade, whatever. Customer service out the wazoo. There were people I could talk to and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Help me. And they are there 24-7. You can get uh, a domain there if you want. You can make any kind of website you want. In my case, it was a website to show off all the stuff I do on the internet and have it in one place. So you can go there right now and look. It's awesome. I couldn't be more happy. And you can have the same happiness. Let me be your guru. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com slash co-optional and get 10% off your first purchase. I know you'll love it. I love it. And I will leave it at that. Let's get back to this show. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're here with the podcast to talk about the awesomeness that is that new Zelda No. Also, I just, to make sure that TB is happy, Squarespace. Totally 100% you guys should go there. (laughs) So easy to make those sites. It's true. JesseCox.com exists because of Squarespace. And it literally is just an automatically updating everything that I do in one place website. So like award-winning templates. Yeah. You just go there and it's all on one page. Award-winning. Dope. It's super dope. So let's talk Zelda. Holy majoli. Woo! It's talk. so close, you guys. It's so now we're close. gonna watch. Now we're talk gonna to watch Gerard. Talk to me. We're gonna watch him tiptoe around his NDA. Yeah, try desperately <laughs> to not break NDA. Well, well, telling us pretty, about Zelda. Here's some a cr- pretty hefty uh, document that I tried skimming through before we did this. <laughs> before we do anything, because I know there are probably a lot of people out there who are just like Zelda. Boop boop boop. First off, whoever you are. Let us let us show you the light and show you the love of this franchise. More importantly, yo, I don't have this game. I've only watched Gerard play a little bit. The stuff I've seen has been super beautiful and super refreshing and super crazy. And um, there's a lot of things that... Here's all I'll say. Gerard pulled to me, and rather than experiencing the story, spent maybe two or three days just doing side quest things. And all that stuff still was super entertaining. So I'm just going to hand it off to you and let you do your thing. Take <laughs> us away. Take us away, dude. So uh, I, I want to say a lot about this game in regards to what everyone thinks about Zelda. Um, for instance, everyone knows that th- that Zelda has uh, like this big grandiose approach to it, right? It has like, the same old familiar style of how this, this game is. In my opinion... Breath of the Wild is the most non-Zelda Zelda you'll ever play. Or the um, most Zelda Zelda. At the same time, it's also the most Zelda Zelda. It it tends to... Uh, I know, I know. Well, what it does is it, it borrows a lot from other games <clears throat> while making it its own. You know? Um, it, it is kind of weird that um, 
the there's like a quest system now. You know what I mean? That that is a new thing in the Zelda game that we never had before. Um, right. There, you know, the fact that you've got uh, weapons that aren't the Master Sword, but there's something else. It's it's kind of crazy. You have this this massive world. Um, literally, if you can see it, you can touch it. That's like kind of the the big thing to it. Um, you know, uh, I haven't touched the plot yet. I, I, I did the first mandatory mission, and then the rest has just been me running around and touching things and, and going into into little mini dungeons and collecting items, meeting people, and and fighting monsters. This, I don't want to say this because it gives, it'll make Alex um, happy, but this <laughs> game literally is the Zelda Dark Souls. It, it is it is tough <laughs> as balls it is tough as balls um it's it's really really hard uh and the cool thing is that you can literally go my god alex there you go alex suck it up enjoy it enjoy it um there <laughs> there's there's um just an infinite amount of of things to do and I, I, everyone's going to get lost. I, I, again, I haven't touched the plot yet and I'm already about 35 hours in. And, uh, when I interviewed, uh, Anuma and Miyamoto, the big thing they told me was, um, you can go straight to Ganon in the very beginning of the game. That is true. Uh, but it is going to be incredibly hard for you. You have to, uh, I don't want to say level up because there's no leveling up, but you have to get better and better with Link. You have to get him more hearts and stamina and things like that. Mm. I mean, um, I played it for a couple hours, like, over the couple last couple months, you know what I mean? Like, at, you know, E3 and whatnot, we went and got to play it a little bit more than most people who played it, besides Gerard. <clears throat> um, but, uh, like, for me, like, you know, this is like an article that I read years ago that was about, I believe, like, around the time Skyward Sword came out, uh, and was using it kind of as an example of Zelda kind of like getting away like getting away from itself a little bit in terms of game concepts. And like if you go back to like Zelda 1 or Zelda 2 like on the NES, right? Like other than the instruction manual and like the map that you had, you don't really know like just the idea of like just remember that like that wall that you know to walk up to and blow up because like that's what everybody does and has done for 30 years or whatever. Like at one point in time, like nobody knew that that wall had a freaking door behind it that you could like right. go inside of and like you know you didn't know which temples you were supposed to go to in which order you didn't know a lot and like a lot of people who played the game especially people who like rented it or or uh, were borrowing it from a friend or bought it used from somebody like they didn't even have the map or the instructions and a lot of the reason why that first Zelda is good is not just because like it's the you know sets the bones of like go beat the temple go get the thing like get the weapon whatever 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 it's because the, the world, unlike a lot of the other newer Zeldas, the world does not give a shit about you. Like, it doesn't exist just for you to solve it. It exists as, like, a real environment with monsters, and you need to figure out, you need to figure out what you're even supposed to do. Whereas with, you know, you go to Skyward Sword, or you go to uh, Twilight Princess, or something like that, you get to a new environment, and you're like, okay, well, there's, like, the ladder that I need to climb, and this door that leads me here, this is all... It's literally about you. <laughs> it's all for me. It's all for me to, yeah. like, go do. And and I think, I think that, like, 
the big strength of Breath of the Wild is that you really feel like you're in a world again that has like existed for a long time and that you are just sort of like waking up and going into as opposed to like you're not going to solve this game. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people who play it aren't going to finish it to the degree that Gerard is going to finish it, for example. And I well, think that's really exciting to me. Yeah, I am. Um, full disclosure, I have not touched this game at all, but I've watched multiple friends play it because I have multiple friends who were sent the game. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I will say first feeling that I had when I saw it was, holy shit, this is beautiful. Like when you, when a bunch of us watched the trailers, we were like, oh my God. Wait, what's happening? He's like letting you touch it, I think. <gasps> I'm touching it! I thought, he just, I thought he just got <laughs> up and left to play the Switch. This actually feels like kind of nice to hold. Right? I have also never touched a Switch. Guys, this huh. podcast is brought to you by Nintendo. Huh. No, uh, it's not. No! <laughs> it's brought <laughs> by Squarespace, <laughs> not Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've touched Zelda. Um, oh, but yeah, like... When all of us watched the trailer, right, the internet was blowing up with just, oh my god, that trailer was gorgeous. But the game itself also is just looks incredible, right? Um, and yeah, there's so many elements to it where when you're running around, you're just like, oh my gosh, this feels like Zelda. Yeah, you know, exactly. it, it winds up being like this gorgeous, beautiful environment to run around in while also not losing the Zelda feel like you feel like you're in a Zelda game, just like an overgrown wild Zelda. And uh, I think that's exactly what they were going for. And they nailed it. And I, Oh my God. When um, I was watching a friend who I won't disclose, I I don't know why I just feel like maybe looking out for him. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was watching a friend play it and they were like, yeah, you know, they popped up on the map and they were like, yeah, I've been like running around in here and I'm trying to get over here. But and then they zoomed out and what they had explored in the first like 20 hours of playing was like this big and the map was huge. And they were like, yeah, but I'm supposed to get like over there. And I was like, what the fuck? This map is huge. Yeah, the, so. the, the map in this game, I'm not sure what Gerard's allowed legally to talk about, but uh, I didn't sign anything. So F it. Uh, the, map in this, the map of this game is like enormous but i still don't know if i can compare it to witcher or skyrim yet right i in terms I know, of size well, it's, in it's terms bigger of size, than skyrim yes. we do know that yeah but I, not i don't know about in terms of stuff to do right like, like i bet like it looks huge my big concern and this is my concern with every open world game that is like this that's really really big and maybe gerard can can say this i don't know what he can say but my big concern about uh, giant open world games like this is the fact that there's so much to look at but not enough to do and so it won't be till I actually get in there and look around will I be able to tell if they because there's you know you can go to extremes I think so far my favorite game that's open world has been Witcher 3 which is like because there's stuff to do everywhere it's so and it everything reeks it reeks of like handmadeness yeah mm-hmm. there's everything about it there's something to do in every corner of the world and I feel like this game looks like there's a lot to explore, and there's a lot to visually see, but I'm not sure there's a lot to do in this world. Right. And so I'm very curious, Gerard, uh, what like if you can talk about the open worldiness of this game and the map it's, size. Can you say anything about that? So the map size is huge, very, 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 very big. Probably one of the 
just in in the most recent weeks I can think of in terms of games. But I feel so bad for you is... having run around this office <laughs> to get. I know. <laughs> Look, it was a good bit. I committed. It was a good bit. Solid it was a bit. good bit. Yeah, good I got comedy. to touch a Switch and Zelda for the first time at the same time. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's a little bit of column A, column B. There is a lot to explore. There's a lot to touch. There's a lot to see. At the same time, a lot of it is open. And a lot of it is just kind of up to you. Now, I will say, depending on certain events or certain quests you do, they will start filling in more things in the world. So missions and quests that you had before start appearing in different places because you did other missions to make them spawn. So, you know, like, oh, interesting. At, um, this isn't in the game, but this is like an example, right? So it's like, oh, I am a, a worker who dreams of, you know, having a home, but now I'm a stable man. Hey, could you help me get a horse or something? And then you go and you get the horse and he's like, great. Thanks for believing in my dreams. And then later on in the game, it's like, oh, this character has now built a farm or a house. And so it kind of fleshes out depending on what you've done. Yeah. Uh, also, gotcha. also, we just finished. Uh, me and Gerard just finished uh, the Last Guardian on Super Beard Bros. And like a big thing about this game, and I, I know I'm in the minority here. I know that like whenever I talk about this, like people just like love to come down on me super hard, especially because it like translates into me like enjoying a game like Destiny a lot more than some people. Like, I I'm totally fine with like part of the reward of exploration just being like more texture and more like mm -hmm. enjoyable stuff. Like. The Last Guardian is a very, like, lore-light game, right? Like, it's very quiet. It's very, like, uh, much about just, like, being in the environments and, like, looking around and enjoying the dog that's with you. But, like... Just staring at Toriko for Tariko! hours. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but, like, for me, like, you know, being... Looking at, like, a, like a ruin and being like, what the fuck? Like, what actually happens here? Like, even av having seen the ending, which, like, reveals sort of, like, the plot of the last guardian there's not a lot of questions that are like 100 answered but the fact that there's there's meat for me to bite into and like engage with on my own with my imagination and with other people is like really big for me mm -hmm. and one of the things that i really really fucking love about the breath of the wild like that i've that i've played so far is looking at like the names of shit and like reading like oh like seeing like almost like uh linguistic threads that like connect to other parts of Zelda that I know about and like you know right. sort of like just postulating and feeling almost like Indiana Jones or something like looking around and being like oh my god like I wonder if my theory about like this this like these people like being the progenitors of these people is like real and I love like engaging with the game on that level I don't know I I'm, I'm with you I'm with you 100% uh, it's one of the things that I love in games, finding random shit that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the game, but adds to the world. And world building in games, I think, has always been very, very important to me. And, um, you know, experiencing things that aren't necessarily... This goes back, again, completely... I'll say this, I'll tell this story again to anyone who listen, but I'm convinced this is true, and I believe it, and if I ever made a game, I would do this shit so quickly. Um, years ago, when I was really big into uh, Dead Space, still am... Still think Dead Space 1 and 2 are some of the best games ever. Dead Space 3, I even love Dead Space 3. Get off my level. Anyway. Uh, get off your level? Damn. Get, don't even get on it. I want to be there by myself <laughs> and get justified. Uh, so, in that game, there's Peng. 
and Peng is just like a world thing that literally does not matter to the story at all. And the devs said that a long time ago they went to like a GDC or something, and while they were there, uh, a guy gave a talk about how, hey, when you make a game, some really cool techniques are to create, like, in order to I create love this, your world. I love this story. Yeah. In, yeah. In order to create your world, in order to make this world fuller without actually having to do anything, because it's all in the mind of the game player. Let me give you a good example of, of an easy way to do that. You have a cutscene. Let's say it's a World War II game. You have a cutscene where the troops are marching into a town and three enemy tanks start rolling at them. At the end of the cutscene, one tank zooms off left and start the level. Only have two tanks in the level. For the remainder of this game's life cycle, everyone will be like, where's the third tank? What's that third tank about? Is that a super <laughs> tank? What's that tank doing? How's that tank doing things? And everyone will be obsessed over that. It's so real. I used it's to write the Game Theory, you guys. It's like what we live for over there on that show. And, it, and it's one of those things where if you put that in, another great example is in uh, Witcher 3 recently, uh, there's an area where there's a bunch of people worshipping a giant, what appears to be stick Cthulhu kind of thing. It is not a quest, it is not a story, it is just there. And when you get near it, it starts to rain and storm, and you're like, What is, oh, it's Cthulhu in this world? And it's one of those things, doesn't have anything to do with the game. It's there because it's fun and silly, and now you're more in the world of this game. And mm. Dishonored did that when they said there's another continent that exists, and it's really fucking crazy and creepy. You'll never see it, though. But that's where all the mystery comes from, is that place that you'll never get to. And it's like, oh, that's all I care about now, and I have to see what the rest of this is, because I want to go. Those moments I see, having played similarly about the, probably the same amount as you, Alex, the stuff I've seen in Zelda is that, where you see, what is that over there? Holy crap, that's so weird. And you get to it, and you're like, this is an interesting temple that may or may not have something to do with past games, but what is its purpose here? Sorry, we're not even going to tell you. It's just there. Now, doesn't yeah. that ha and doesn't that have value? Like, isn't that isn't the like it still represents like effort on the part of the developers? For example, like mm -hmm. they had to have the en entire idea of like creating this backstory to like reflect these things because you can tell that they all connect. Like, you can tell that it's not just like BS. You know what I mean? You can tell that it's not just like them. Like, what if we put a fucking broken statue right here? This would be awesome. Yeah. Like. It's, it's really like they were like, okay, now, like, the people who used to live here, like, used to have this type of architecture and stuff like that. And, like, if that's not in the open world game, essentially you're just, like, playing a cell phone game with really good graphics. So, like, mm -hmm. I think in this case, I think, like, I mean, that's the Nintendo, like, sort of, like, sparkle that they put on it, if that makes sense. The, the yeah. thing I will say about Breath of the Wild that really is rad is this... I mean, the whole story, the whole thing is that, you know, obviously in every Zelda, right, it's like a reincarnation of Link and Ganon and, and Zelda. <clears throat> this one, timeline-wise, I have no idea what's going on. Don't know where it exists. I think it's just its own thing. But what I will say is when you wake up as Link and you're walking around, you see these moments of, of holy crap, there's this, there's this, like, robot or this guardian statue that's destroyed. And it's been sitting there for thousands of years, and you have no idea why it's there. You don't know how it got there, but you just know that this thing that you see was once a part of the universe from the very beginning. 
And as you go through further and further in the game, you find more of these of these architectures, these statues, missing arms and legs, and you really feel that there was something going on here before Link decided to to join in on on or wake back up from from this whole experience. Can I blow your mind? Can I drop some like crazy mind blowing on you? Yeah, I want to. Because one of the things about Zelda is that the timelines are nonsensical, crazy. Uh, and boy, do I wish they just didn't try, but they did. So now there is a timeline and there's like two of them because there's a branch in the timeline. Okay. What if, uh, cause the earliest game in the timeline is not original Zelda. It is Skyward Sword. Skyward That's Sword. Be the beginning of, uh, in Skyward The legend of, be, the right, legend yeah. of the time, Hero of Time. And in right. Skyward Sword... There is there are ruins and things that there's an older civilization, yes. Like yeah. the, obviously there's something older. A lot of people are saying that this new one is for like the furthest down. It's the the newest iteration of this timeline. It's the furthest down. I say, why can't this be the very first game? Like that all the those, Legend of Zelda. No, I'm saying like why can't this be in the first the, the earliest on the timeline? Yeah, yeah. And so this is before Skyward hmm. Sword and all the things floated. And because we go back even further, because it does all the history stuff doesn't make sense unless you put it at the beginning. So all I'm what saying, I, what if? What, what if? What? My what my I've th- heard. Sorry. I'm just gonna say my theory is that this is a remake of Zelda One. That's that's what I think. Like it a is. total remake. I think it's it's a a reimagining of the first game, like but subtly and not like. There were in. there were some screenshots of the environment that are like really big ass like sort of like epic versions of like geography from the first game like in this game. Well, I, so someone in chat said it's after Ocarina. They've confirmed that that's the case. That's I what, don't trust nobody. But okay. Well, yeah, that's that's what I've heard is that um, this link. The reason that he's waking up is because it's the same link from Ocarina of Time who was put to sleep for whatever the reason. The one who lost or and, whatever. Yeah, and wakes up and is in the same world, but it's overgrown. It's wild. Interesting. So, like, so like maybe he gets the, like, Ganondorf treatment that Ganondorf usually gets where he gets, like, sealed away or something like that. Right, yeah. Interesting. Oh, and, this, and so this is, like, the lost... Link. This is the lost yeah. timeline? Because in the timelines, there's the one where he wins, and there's a timeline where he loses. So this right. is the he lost timeline? Interesting. Yeah, I, I, after playing a fair amount, there is a lot of truth, but there's a lot of incorrect with that. You find out pretty early okay. on, but it's, you're, it's like, it's, it's right there. It's like right in the center. Okay. It's, Again, it's, I wish, I wish they just would have said, look, it, there is no timeline. It's just a retelling of the same tale of good and evil. Don't overthink it. That would have made this so much easier for my brain. Cause now I'm just like, how is this connected? And how is that connected? Why can't they just but say that's what they want? That's Why can't they feed, just say each game's like Final fan Fantasy? No, 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 no. Final Fantasy, but yet keep things similar. Like, the Chocobos are in there and shit. Just saying. You don't think there's ever going to be, like, a Gaia Historia? Because, uh, of, like, no, no. all the Final Fantasy stuff coming together? I don't, you know what? I don't need that because it's just like the, uh, that Pixar stuff where it's like, all the Pixar movies are actually in the same universe. Like, F you, no, stop it. Stop right. this. I'm I'm with you, Jesse. I really feel that each in my in I guess this is just how I interpret Zelda's aside from Majora's Mask and 
maybe a link between worlds. I really feel that each Zelda exists in its own universe. Yeah. And that's just that's just how I've always seen it. I I, I don't necessarily need them to all connect. Um I just know that, you know, as, as what I like is is, you know, prevalent in that, then that's that's what I'm all about. Yep. I think uh I, I you know what, I don't know anything about this game except for what I played a little bit, so I mean I think I'm excited for it, but Jared, is what is there anything you can tell us that you, that is really really cool that you've experienced that you can get away with? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I find. Um, I mean, people criticize me all the time because I find the weirdest things cool. Um, <laughs> the uh, one of the so everyone loves puzzles. This game is all about puzzle solving. Um, I feel like Nintendo has been listening to feedback about uh, their previous games, and if you love puzzle solving. There are so many things to solve in this game. Um, there's these little things called shrines, and they're little experiences in which um, you essentially solve they're a like puzzle. Like mini games, right? They're, yeah, kind of. It's, it's like a you are in a in a room or several rooms in which you have to solve um, a puzzle, and that puzzle is themed to the shrine you're visiting. So um, every shrine that's in the game is completely different. And how you challenge yourself to solve them all depends on how you, you interpret it. There's subtle, subtle subtlety to have figuring out how each thing goes on. The uh, little, the Shiike uh, tablet, that thing uh, is like your, your tool belt. It tells you how to solve everything. And so every time you enter a shrine, it's like, okay, I can now use this, your, your tool belt to, to solve this. And no, none of them ever seem impossible. Um, but they are hard. And while, while you are struggling to solve them, uh, you do have monsters and things show up and they, and mess with you while you're trying to do them. Some of those right. monsters are straight up the worst and scariest things I've seen in a long time where it's, it's dark Soulsy, where they do not they're hard. Yeah. 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 They're hard. I remember trying to play this at the, we went and did this like, uh, Zelda escape room thing, uh, recently. Mm -hmm. And at the end we were oh, like, Oh, we did too. Well, I just like I'm we bitter. I'm bitter it. about it. I'm bitter, guys. I'm bitter about it. Did you lose? Uh, I heard you guys destroyed it, and we got to the very end, and then got cut off in a line and lost. We crushed it at like with 20 minutes to go, and so there was very there was like very few people who got these. Like we ended up being able to like try out the switch and not have to wait in line, and they mm. give you a 20 minute window, like a 20 minute window to play, it. and it, like you know, it was really crazy because like. We're in the very beginning of the game. We're, like, going out. I'm like, oh, like, look, there's some moblins over there. Like, I'm going to go fight them. Granted, I didn't know that I could jump because uh, I wasn't expecting to be able to jump in a Zelda game. Right. But, but, like, I was trying to fight these dudes, and, like, I was getting, like, literally, like, the dude right by the entrance of the game. Like, he's just like, ugh. And I'm just, like, dead. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, slaughtered like that's how this game is what one of the will else... you'll die a lot you yeah. will i have i have died so many times in this game and i don't know if you feel bad about it because it has an autosave function so you come back immediately and the load times are pretty quick which is nice and mm. it feels like death is uh it's important obviously because it's like oh you you died but your opportunity to get right back into the action is pretty quick and it kind of forces you to all right, you died. Get back to it and and figure out what happened. Right. Uh, there's a really funny moment that I watched Gerard play a little bit, and it was just when he was going around doing 
random stuff, finding items, improving Link, trying to make the best character possible. And then I came back a day later, and his character was, appeared to be maxed out. Just <laughs> had his bar, his stamina bars up all the way, his health is like huge, he is geared out with a bow that looks amazing, and he looks badass, and he's run up a hill, and then... He encounters three skeletons, and they destroy him. <laughs> and I'm like, where are you at? He's like, I'm at the beginning of the game. And I laughed <laughs> so hard. I was like, oh, boy. Okay. So <laughs> it clearly isn't about how skill, like how much stamina you have and how much life you have. That helps, but it's more about your actual skill and dodging out of the way and hitting these guys when you need to hit them and... And also like deciding cool. how you also deciding how you want to play. Like there's crafting elements, there's like cooking that you can do. Like there's a lot of different ways to sort of progress based on like the things that you want to do in a in a Zelda game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Be that like classic like Z targeting and solving puzzles and you know, going yeah. around and riding your horse, or totally new open world crap, like dyeing your clothes a certain color. You know, like oh, there's, there's, yeah. Holy I've seen shit. many a screenshot of the clothing options, and I'm like, <laughs> so I need, excited. I need you to know. <laughs> I, ha I haven't even found that part yet. I need you to know the most amazing thing. At one point, Gerard was trying to climb a mountain. This is what I love about this game. Uh, in other open world games, they say if you can see it, you can get on it, you can do it, or whatever. There's always the walls of mountains, right? There's always the, the mountain wall. Even if you can get to the top, you have to take a path or like go along certain roots to get there this game Gerard has flung himself at so many mountains and then just started climbing and the only thing stopping you is your stamina that's it other than that you can just climb and so watching him fling himself at mountains and get to the top of mountains to go explore has been amazing but more importantly seeing him get to the top of a mountain and noticing the temperature gauge because suddenly the temperature drops drastically and Link is wearing this skin tight like t-shirt like little boy shorts and he gets up to the top, and when you go to the menu, it's just him going, <laughs> and free. It looks so funny. He's like, oh, poor Link. No. Oh, poor boy. There's yeah, also, he... like, ionically charged areas where if you're wearing, like, metal, like, you get hit by lightning, like, stuff like that. It's great. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a oh, desert yeah, the... that he went into that he started to overheat. And the sound thing, right? Like, you could sneak up on enemies, but, like, you can be you too loud. You literally have a backstab. Just like in Dark Souls. You can creep up behind someone and just boom. And most of the time, yeah, it just fucking wrecks him. It's, it's so great. funny to watch him do it, too. Because you see Link sort of sneak and there's little uh, like, orb or whatever it is. Like a sound thing underneath him. Yeah. And guys will just be looking the other way like doop, 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 doop. It's fun to see Link kind of badass his way through a game. And not just be, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's like cool. Straight up killing dudes. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I like Murder Link. I, I walked up to uh, to uh, like a Bobakin camp, and they all were just sleeping. And I just snuck up behind uh, the the one that has um, the uh, like it has like the little horn. And if he spots you, he calls for backup. And so I just walk up and I just stabbed him and killed him. And the other two woke up and looked at me. And then they just ran away. Oh, no. <laughs> they Oops. just put their hands up and started running from me. And I was like, oh, hell no. And I just threw my weapon at them. It was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I think is cool is that from watching you play some of the puzzles, they all 
seem very, very difficult, but the solutions were something that was so obvious that when we were in the room, we were just like, get of course that's what it would be. Really, yeah, really, yeah. really clean, clean puzzles. Yeah. yeah, and I thought that was, I think that's, the puzzle making this game is genius, and if you're one of those people who plays Zelda for the puzzles, you're going to have a lot of fun. There's a lot of yeah. really clever temples and shrines and stuff you can visit that are just like, hey, here's a clever puzzle we thought up. Good luck. Yeah. So. And it doesn't, ma- it doesn't make you feel dumb either. That's That's the fascinating part is, you get to a, a hard puzzle and you're like, no, I, I know how to solve it. It's right there in front of me. I I right. have all the tools and the talent. I just have to dig deep. And out of all the shrines I've done, I've never encountered a shrine where it's like, I am missing an item. I am missing a thing. I have everything I need. You just have to buckle down and really think about it. Right. It's also oh. great that if you get stuck, you can just be like, actually, I'm just going to like – Go do like a completely other, like equally important thing right now because mm-hmm. this game is enormous, which is really <laughs> cool. Someone, in, someone <laughs> in chat asked if the puzzles were worth the effort. Uh, I think you would agree with me on this, Gerard. Yes, they're worth the effort to improve Link, but it does not mean that you are overpowered for the game. Yes, yes, it's very much a slow build process. Uh, the more you solve, the more you get, and the the better you become. But it's not like a you do three or four of them and you become the best. It's you have to decide, uh, are you going to be, you know, someone who favors your health or are you going to be favoring some, you know, favoring more on the stamina to climb, uh, and to survive a lot longer. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm excited for this game. I'm horrified though, because it not only comes out as the exact same time as horizon. Well, horizon will be out a little bit before it. And uh, Nier Automata is is coming out. Uh, and, and Mass Effect. Yeah, and, and, and Mass Persona. Effect. Like, there are all these games coming out, and it's just... Big boy this games. Is, March this is, is like, going to be a rough month, y'all. Th- I have to say, so far, 2017, between RE7, Breath of the Wild, and, like, just more, you know, uh, Zero Dawn, like, holy crap. Like, this is already... We're only... Right two months, three months into the year, and we're already, like, I, what, what? Inundated with good yeah, games. Just, just stop the year. Get to the end of March, early April, and stop. We're good. We're yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, people are curious about just the Twitch in general, if you want to talk about that, Gerard. I mean, I don't have much experience with it. I know Dukes doesn't, but I know you two definitely do. It's with pretty. What? With the Switch. Switch. It's pretty. Oh, yeah. It's clean. It doesn't feel like you're going to break it, even though it's pretty small and light. I mean, I'm now that you've touched it, Dukes, I bet you can kind of attest to that. Yeah. It, it feels Nintendo solid still, if that's a thing. Like, uh, the Joy-Cons, like, a lot of people are like, those seem like they're going to be too small. Yeah, they're pretty small, but they're not uncomfortable. Uh, there's not, like, a bad one. Like, there's not, like, you don't want, like, the right one or the left one. It's not, like, that type of situation, at least for me. Uh, one of the things that's really important about it for me is that they, uh, if you look at the D-pad, they've replaced their classic sort of like Nintendo D-pad with uh, four buttons, a la the PS4, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, means that you can kind of use them as buttons as well, depending on which way you're holding the controller. Um, it's a clean system. Like, I really think it's it's cool. I, I don't really, I'm not like too worried about a lot of the things that people are talking about with it that are just seem like problems that people are inventing. Like, uh, you know, let's say, like, it not having Netflix on it, for example. It's like, who cares about that? Uh, 
There's uh, you can take pictures with the system. Like, there's a lot of stuff you can do. You can take Snapchats, but there's no camera on it, so it's like well, can't Snapchat's like... not Snapchat, but like you can take like a uh, a snap of your gaming experience. Yeah. I don't right. do social media. Yeah, I tried. So, um, you, really quickly, the other controller, the Pro controller. Yes. This thing's the boss daddy. I this saw thing. the other day stick an amiibo on it, and it worked. And I was like, "Get out of town with that!" Every thing. every I, every um every console or every controller, I guess, uh, has the support for amiibo. Um, and uh, at first, I there was definitely many moments where I was like, "Is am I holding it? Am I holding it right?" And it wasn't happening. But I actually had to go into my options and. And like turn the amiibo on, um, but yeah, at, I so I've played the pro controller a lot at the demo events, and uh, I hated it. I wanted to destroy it because it felt like a prototype. It didn't feel like it was it was uh, ready to be used in the capacity that Nintendo wanted. The buttons were small. The analog sticks didn't feel right. It just it felt awkward to hold. And then they sent me the pro controller. Uh, the final version of it, and I was blown away with how they changed it. Mm. They uh, they made the buttons a lot bigger. Um, the analog sticks are perfect. There is a D-pad on it, which is great. Um, and uh, the buttons on the top, the L's and the R's and the ZL's and the ZR's, are much wider, and they're, they're much more firm when you press down. It feels like they have that springy click that they do on the other consoles. Right. Um, and then the grip, the grip feels really solid. Before the gri- it kind of felt all like one mat piece, mm. but the the sides of the controllers have like this rough feel, um, where it feels kind of firm and 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 nice. And that that was my whole thing is, the minute I picked up the pro controller, I was like, that's the way I'm gonna play all my games. Like, does it have the uh, Does it have the HD Rumble built in, like the uh, Joy-Con? Yes, it does. Things? It does. And it has. You can tell um, between the ice cubes or whatever. <laughs> Uh, I, I haven't, I haven't played one to switch with it, but, uh, I definitely, there, it, it does rumble in a way where it can, um, uh, reflect that whole thing. The other thing too, is that, uh, the controller has motion for the, just like the gamepad would. So if you're playing, um, you know, like, uh, like in Zelda, there are certain, um, puzzles that require you to kind of tilt it like those marble puzzles when you were a kid, the, mm-hmm. the ball, um, Instead of like having to put the controller down, picking up the gamepad, and using the gamepad to to do the motion, it's built into the Pro as well. So I don't know. They really thought of everything, and you can use the Pro the Pro um, controller while it's in mobile mode. You can kick the stand out and just sit it down and and play around the screen. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I, I I like the idea that you don't need the rest of it for that controller. Yeah. yeah. There's also the like charging boy for the for the Joy Cons. That's like a cool thing that has like grips, right? Do you still do yeah. you have that? Yeah, yeah. So your your switch will come with this. This is just the. Uh, it's a piece of plastic, essentially. It's a piece right? of plastic, essentially. Yeah, but it, it, it's a uh, holder what for. Is it? So it slide the Joy Cons. You slide into the Joy Cons on the side. So watch. Oh, so then it becomes like a wannabe Pro controller. Yeah. Gotcha. So you can pop out the. Uh, and that's in the box. Yeah, it comes standard, so you can just go plop and bam, and now you have a controller you can play with right here. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the event that you don't want to, you know, do the wireless option like this, 
Um, but there is a charge version of it, the same thing, but it has the micro USB-C on the top, so you can charge uh, both of the, uh, the Joy-Cons at the same time. Huh. Also, I don't know if you know this, but when you actually put the Joy-Cons onto the screen, uh, it makes the, like, like sound from, like, the Switch. Really? That's yeah. so yeah. funny. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, overall thoughts so far? Have you played anything else besides Zelda? Uh, I have one, two Switch here. I haven't opened it up yet just because I haven't had enough people in the office to, to like, sit down and set it up. Um... The online stuff isn't on yet, um, and it'll it'll uh, be ready to go. I think the day of the day before on the second, because mm-hmm. um, every time I try connecting online, it's like there's a software update. Do you want to update? I hit yes, and then it's like, hey, about that, uh, check back in a couple more uh, weeks because we're not ready for that. Interesting. So mm. right now, it's literally just playing. It's it's my Zelda machine until uh, until. They start the online store. I'm really excited to uh, to be able to um, what's it called? Just like a, play it on the go and really like buy games on the uh, virtual console because I love virtual console stuff and that's that's I'm so excited to play like Street Fighter on the go and stuff. All right, hot seat. Give us a bad thing. What's the first thing you don't like already about the Switch? Of Switch or Zelda? Both. Hit me. Uh, Hit me. One of each. I'll give you one. So that's two total things. You don't have to try hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of Zelda, uh, I think the, the one thing that kind of drives me crazy is uh, the layout of the buttons. I wish you had the ability to remap uh, mm. how to play the game. Because the big thing is, um, you know, for the first time ever, really, in a Zelda game, you have a jump button. And uh, and while you can't go in the options and, and remap that button, personally, I would like to to remap a little bit more. I'd like a little more control of how I would handle Link. Um, mm. Just because it, it feels very um, regimented, and you have to just play the way they want you to play. And I feel like it's a little bit of a missed opportunity, considering that the entire like thing of the Switch is like, you can play any way you ways. want. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so it's like, well, if you, in this game, if you would let me play and customize in the way I really would like, then, yeah, that would, that'd be great. Especially in right. the instances when you can take this apart and and share it with a friend so you're playing with two controllers at once. Um, so that's my biggest thing with Zelda. Um, I think the, the second big thing, and this is like what I knew was going to be, was the battery life. Uh, that's, that's kind of the bummer. In the times that I've taken it on the go... Um, I've had to bring my USB-C charge cable with it and just plug it into a USB or a uh, into the wall to charge it. And uh, I, I wish that they had just figured out how to get the battery life a bit better. Mm. How long does it last? Uh, depends on the game. Depends for Zelda, game. two and a half hours. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's been about how it's been for me. Uh, two and a half to, to three hours, roughly. It on the go. I mean, you can do things like turn down the brightness and stuff like that to, to like reduce the the battery use. But still, sure. um, I I still wish I had the option to to put in a better battery or, um, or something like that. Because the whole aspect of it is it's supposed to be a portable gaming device, yeah. and while it mm-hmm. is a portable gaming device, you don't really have 
true portability because you have to be plugged in all the time. Well, the upside is that you do have the USB-C instead of like some weird proprietary Nintendo BS. So you can actually just like toss it in. Like I, I always, for my DS, for example, which, you know, it's only like a couple hours longer battery life for the most part. Like if you're, if you're out of it, you know, you have your little power guy and you just like run your USB into that, like your little chargeable battery thing. I feel like everybody already has one of those anyway. This is kind of the way to do it. And also, like, there's not a lot of places that I want to play this where I'm not going to have access to a USB port at the very least. But they, but think, they are, they are going to give you a, a like a R. What do you call it? Like, they're going to give you a. Uh, you can buy a plug for it too, like iPhone style. Man. Yeah, you 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 can hook up like your extra phone charger to it because it is just a USB C, which is the smartest thing they've done is that it's it's a USB C Standard. cable. Yeah, so yeah. you can just buy a uh you know portable extra battery and be on the go. But still, you're kind of like kind of wish that it just lasted a little bit yeah. longer. Right, yeah. yeah. It, it, the power life does go up if the game is less intensive. Like, Zelda yeah. is, like, absolute peak of the Switch right now. If you're playing a NES game, I imagine it'll last a bit longer. But shouldn't that be the... I, I feel like that should be the gold standard. Rather than the smaller games, it, it, if you're going to make something you can take portable... Man, I wish they would have just said, how can we... If you have a flight cross-country, can we make it last six, seven, eight hours? Like, then I, that yeah, would have been amazing. That's, I think that's, the, been... big, that's the big thing because, like, we, Alex and I just went to Tennessee for a convention this past weekend, and, uh, and Alex was talking about the Switch, and he's like, man, wouldn't it be great if you brought the Switch with you to Tennessee? And I was like, yeah, but this is a six-hour flight, and we have a connecting flight in Charlotte, so it's like, right. really, I'd play it for maybe half of one flight to the, and then power That'd it down. Dead. Yeah. 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 And not, it's not like every every plane doesn't have, like, AC battery on it. So, you know, it's just kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's it's the it's the classic curse of the early adopter. Like, it's, it's, it's a limitation. Like, they wouldn't have been able to offer it for this price if they put a bigger battery in it, for example. Like, something like that is probably certainly the thing. And, you know, in two years or whatever, or a year, and this you're going to... This thing is tiny. It's so thin and, like... Yeah. It, I it's value that I think they value that over the power, the battery life thing. And I yeah, think like, yeah. you know, if you are that smart person who's going to wait, you know, there's going to be the like switch plus or whatever that has like better battery and whatever, whatever, more ports or whatever, bigger hard drive mm. space. There is a low hard drive space, but it is ex expandable. Mm. Which is cool. I've always yeah. had a problem though with Nintendo. All their all their consoles have really low hard drive space for some reason, and they're yeah, always like download true. our games. Like, but I can't anymore, guys. Yeah. Well, well, I, I mean, here, here's here's what I did. Uh, I uh, I saw I think Boogie or someone online was was ranting about it, and I just uh, I was on Amazon, and one of their hot deals for the day was a micro USB SD thing. And it was like 500 gigs for 80 bucks, and so I bought it, and my Switch went from being 32 gigs to 500. Um, right. The fact that at least that's a that's a possibility this time around, right? Like before it was 32 built in, and you're stuck. This time it's like you can change it out to at least be as big as you can. Yeah. So and it supports up to two terabytes. So we'll see. But for the long for the for the for the most part. It is exactly what it purports to be, which is a home console that you can just, like, s grab and toss in your bag, which is, like, pretty crazy. Yep. It's, like, a very, like, anti-PC move for them, 
whereas Sony and Xbox are just sort of like moving the switch, uh, moving their consoles towards being PCs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like Nintendo's like, if you're going to end up playing PC for most of your AAA games anyway, we're going to give you something very unique that you can like sort of like value alongside a PC, which I think from a business right. sense is like pretty smart. Yeah, I think it goes back to Japanese market versus what we want. And in the Japanese market, it's small, it's compact, it's it's portable. Consoles, it has everything home they, consoles they are not a thing for them, like really the way that they are for us. Right. It's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we just are looking at it from a very Western standpoint, like what we want. But their main audience, the people they're trying to reach out to the most, are the ones who like it the way it is. So, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any last things you want to say about Zelda or the Twitch? The Twitch? Why well, keep calling it the Twitch? It's not my fault. I. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said that their dad calls it the Twitch, and I was like, "Oh, Jesse's a dad." <laughs> I'd be a wonderful <laughs> father. How dare you, internet? Uh, so yeah. I all right. Well, let's uh wrap it up there. We will come back after a break and do some news, and we'll do some uh games coming out it won't nearly be as cool as when tb does it but you know you guys have the internet you can just look the games up yourself so with that said we'll be back god help me here comes some more promotions for squarespace squarespace is awesome and you should definitely go there easy so easy to make the sites right everything's there guys everything's there all right let's try this again (laughs) you got this you got this i definitely i definitely don't obs dude you got it i know and it's embarrassingly how bad I am at it. Okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. We are back. Uh, okay. Hi. I love that song. It's Wilder. So that song is that so Wilder. Anyway, let's get into news and things. The news you can use, as the kids say. Yeah. Where do we even start today? I know where I would like to start. And the fact that there is a new Shadow of Mordor game coming out, which... Blows my mind because you seen the trailer. The trailer is like, so the last game ended, and we kind of made a story that wasn't very canonical, but was in the canon world. This time, f it. It don't even matter, dog. We don't even care. You and your dude have forged a new ring, a new ring of power, and now you're gonna fight Sauron with a ring of power. It doesn't even need to make sense. It Let's looks go. so cool. I love that, yeah, man. I, I'm ready. That was a great game. I totally loved it. I bought it like on Friday. By Sunday, I had like completed the game almost. Like, I probably got like 75% completion. It was great. And then I just like never played it again. I have no bad things to say about it. It is. <laughs> I will say, I think the last hour of that game is very, very, very rushed. Uh, yeah. When the, I expected more than. Fa- there, there were two main bad guys left, and it was literally one after the other. And it was like, the last one's a QT. I was like, no. Yeah. So, I mean, I. I'm glad they gave you the fight with the guy you met the most and the guy you had the most that trouble with. That was my favorite thing in any video game in a long time. That made me laugh out loud each time that I saw that dude get, like, even yeah. more bodied. I uh, I can't remember my guy's name. I, was it Ratbag? I can't remember who it was. Uh, my guy murdered the shit out of me every time I saw him, and I couldn't... Because he had all these defenses, I couldn't kill him. And so when I finally got in that last battle... That was it, man. That was that was it. I was so excited to battle him and just fight my way through that. That game, the Nemesis system, is so much fun. I am Hilarious. perpetually looking forward to uh, whatever comes out of the pipeline from those guys. And they straight up just decided, F it, 
we don't, it doesn't even need to make sense. We are the last one barely made sense. We don't even care this time. I do feel it's like Assassin's they, Creed. Yeah, they couldn't have gotten away with this with the first one, right? Because Lord of the Rings fans are so intense. Like they needed to at least make kind of an effort to have it make sense. And I like that the game was such a success. They were like, "Fuck it." Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, we, like, we yo, the game's we, great. We did the hard work. The hard work. Now we're just gonna fuck around. Yeah. We 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 decided that we showed you what we could do. We showed you that we can stay within the world. And now, uh, you and this dude who lives inside you, you're gonna like make your own ring. Except instead of like gold and red, it's blue and silver, kind of. E, and you're gonna fight the. You're gonna fight Mordor with Mordor. Get the fuck out, dude! It's the coolest. I watched that trailer just like. What is happening right now? What is going on? And then, at the end, uh, your ghost man gets sucked up into a wraith or some shit? Like, what is yeah. happening? Yeah, I'm so knows. excited for this game. What I'm... do you think the over-under is on an orc having an electric guitar in this game? <laughs> I would say <laughs> it's, it's a must. It mu at the end of the game, we at least need one of those old-school Warcraft rocks things. Where yeah. it's a really bad MIDI and it's like, I am an orc. I am an orc. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's playing the Ghostbusters theme, but apparently in my imagination world he is. <laughs> I'm an orc. <laughs> bustin', bustin', bustin'. Make I'm now mixing Shadow of Mordor with uh, the Mad Max movie. Yeah. So That's <laughs> what I want. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. I would play the shit out of that. Yeah. That looks oh, so much yeah. fun. So I'm Your dude just thrilled. gets into a 67 Chevy like Camaro. <laughs> yeah, and then drive out and see a bunch of orcs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what is this game? I don't dude, know. Dude, I'm they have the everything that I could possibly want is in this game. I'm so excited. It's Shadow it's, of Wardor. Oh, I want it. I want it so badly. So the fact that they announced that is everything I could ever want for, and I was so thrilled. Still don't know shit about the game, but the trailer got me super hyped, so I count that as news. Screw y'alls. I think it's important. <laughs> uh, what else happened this week in the world of, of news you can use? Um, uh, I know that there was a kerfuffle with paladins, but I can't remember what it was. And I'm going to try and look it up. There was a kerfuffle? Yes, there was something happened with paladins. with paladins. Mm. Yes. Paladins. Like with the actual game or with the community? Uh, maybe it was the community. I don't know. I just saw it pop up out of the blue, and I was like, whoa, Paladins? That's a game that we don't hear anything about. Hmm. I think it had something to do with, um, how they introduced a new currency. Huh. And gamers were, like, essentially, like, the two different kind. Of, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm right now. People are they... saying Paladins went full high-res, pay-to-win? What does that mean? Uh. I don't know that high res is pay high to res win. isn't pay to win. Yeah, I don't think that's. But you forgot that the entire chat as a whole is like the worst of the judgment distilled. <laughs> not well, my chat. On, my like... chat's good people. Get out of here with your hate speech. It's not. It's not about. It's not about any of the people in the chat. It's that like when you look at it as a whole, you're gonna like get the negative opinion. You're also oh. not going to get Alex on your side because every time he talks, they make fun of him. So, it's so good. They're, so, really, they're really nice to me. Your chat which, and which, Alex are at war. <laughs> which, which, which is kind of a bummer because Alex is like the nicest guy on planet Earth, and yet right. everyone decided to just take his insecurities. My clothes, and... my face, <laughs> my voice. 
They hate it all. I don't. Alex, uh, put those sh Alex? Alex? Alex, put those fucking shades on right now. Be you all day, you put every those day shades. You put those shades on, you give them the stunner. You give them the stunner, give them the look. Cool man, cool man, cool man, cool man, cool man. Master Master's coming out again. That's a news story. What is that? Master Master. The NES game is like coming to the Switch. That's like hype. Yeah, they uh, had a they had a Nintendo live stream today showing off all of the indie titles coming to the Switch and the 3DS, and they revealed Blast uh what was it Blaster Master? Blaster Master Zero is the new Blaster Master. It looks freaking tight. If you don't know what Blaster Master is, it's like a car with a gun on it. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's like a it's like a platformer where you're a car with a gun, mm -hmm. basically. It's a great game. Uh. I was excited about that today. I don't know. Is, are, is there like an actual news feed that we're like going off of? Or uh, am yeah. I just... If you guys actually go to your, uh, uh, I just threw yeah. some, there's some in uh, Oh yeah, I see Skype. it. I see it. I there's see it. In there. And is the Paladin thing in there? Because I definitely think that that's interesting yeah. to talk about. Because no oh, one yeah. talks about Paladin at all. Paladin's complaints lowers yeah. essence cost and increases rewards. Hmm. So it's, it's, it's just like they're trying to increase their, uh, their profits a little bit maybe. Yeah, like, uh, maybe, here's here's what I would say. Paladins is a game that got destroyed by Overwatch's hype. So oh, no one gave a damn about Paladins. And Legendary I feel like... Uh, I see. Legendary cards are costing less, and people are like, what? Right. And they're refunding the people who paid more for them. Ah. Uh. In yeah. response. Well... There you go. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal then. The internet was just very much up in a roar about it, and it's weird because it's a game that I don't... I literally don't know anyone who's playing it. It's like an it's an economy balance. Uh, and obviously there's going to be some people who get dicked over in it, but they're trying to be right. nice to them. Huh. Well, I guess... Uh, cool? I think that the idea of selling things in a game like that seems fine, as long as it isn't massively changing the dynamic of the game i mean shit i can't tell you how much money i've spent on overwatch yeah yeah no paladins um in chat someone said you're thinking of battleborn no paladins was the exact same it was part of that cycle when everything was coming i remember being at the uh paladins Bethesda. is much more the same game type as overwatch than battleborn was right right and it, it all got swept under the rug by Overwatch. So it might not mm -hmm. have came out at the same time, but it was all part of that phase of, we have a new game that's very, very similar to Overwatch, and okay, you're playing Overwatch. So, <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's pretty interesting. Um, we, we also had some a little bit of breaking news while we were uh, starting the podcast. Apparently, uh, YouTube Red, or YouTube TV is now a thing. They rolled out like a television yeah. streaming mm. service. You can stream like your network television to YouTube now, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so now you can get your ABC for thirty-five bucks a month starting out. You can get ABC, Disney Channel, all that, all that fun stuff. Hold on, Disney I Channel, Sci-Fi. Can you get Sci-Fi? Oh see. man, cable free. Otherwise, I'm out. Otherwise, I'm out. Yeah. I Let's see here. What There's, does it say? Uh, USA, FX, Freeform, ESPN, Fox Sports, NBC Sports. Uh, I don't know. There's, this is not a great article. There is no, yeah. <laughs> a, 
ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC, the CW, ESPN, a oh, bunch shit, of Fox channels. For all of my terrible show. USA, Fox. FX, Bravo, like YouTube Red Originals. Hey. Um, Thank Disney. God. It's good for me. Disney. Yo, get those YouTube Red Originals on there. Yeah, yeah man. good work. Is it US only? Uh, I think so, starting out at least. Yeah. Sci-fi confirmed. Sci-fi confirmed. FXX confirmed. They keep, man, they just keep rolling out stuff that's US only, even though YouTube is international. And well, they probably just don't want to, like, throw it into a bunch of different countries and then it'd be, laws. like, a total failure. Yeah, it has to do with all the different, every country has its own insane broadcast law and all sorts of stuff. Right. And so, uh, yeah, it's the reason why... In in England, for example, I've watched Netflix shows that are straight just on TV here, but it's yeah. like, but they're like five episodes ahead on Netflix. I'm like, wait, what? And yeah, it's 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 all these different licensing and things. You just can't get around it. So apparently, mm -hmm. apparently too, uh, the uh, the service gets you ads still. What? So, you, yeah, you get YouTube Red, but you don't get the ads. It's you. It's 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 you. You get ads. Like it's not a. Yeah. So you're actually you're watching TV. Essentially, yeah. It yeah. has cloud. I mean, I guess like how DVR else storage. could they do it? It has cloud DVR storage though, which is pretty cool. Right. So you can skip unlimited ads if you want. Unlimited cloud DVR storage, like unlimited. Yeah. What the fuck. Um. But the thing is, that's weird. Is that. It doesn't have as many channels as the PlayStation one, <laughs> which is weird. Um, it has its own app. How much is the uh, PlayStation one? I think it's about the same price, 35 or 40 bucks. But the Sony one has, uh, like, TBS, uh, AMC, CNN, TNT. And, and question, this is all just streams of live TV? Channels, Channels yeah. You can uh, also add Showtime if you want to pay more. Okay, I just need we need, to, we need to rewind again. We need to take it back for a minute. Um, it probably goes against my own self interest to even say this. YouTube, what the fuck are you doing? Like this is <laughs> you exist. Nobody wants this. Yeah, you exist in a world where people want to be able to watch what they want to watch when they want to watch it, and that is what you offer people. You offer them VOD services. Uh. Why in God's name would you then say, hey, come to our thing to just watch TV streams? Like, that literally is not a thing it's, your audience wants. Well, it's because, like, what is it? Uh, YouTube viewers watch over, like, a billion hours of YouTube in a day. Like, something crazy like that. Like, it's in their best interest to be like, okay, so what else can we offer them? TV. We can offer them just well, what's live. That's, because a, lazy, the only that's reason a lazy thing to offer. It's, a, it's right. lazy. Of course, yeah. but it I understand why they're doing it. Cuz they're lazy? Yeah, I agree. You're lazy. It's yeah. really weird. It's really weird that you don't get your it it doesn't give you the bonus that YouTube Red gives you of taking ads off of YouTube and you have to watch TV ads, but you get to watch YouTube Red. So they're really valuing like they're showing they're they're tipping their hand that they're valuing that people are valuing the YouTube Red subscription more for the ads. That like being removed from the videos more than Their it is for the content, but, which is yeah. like yeah. Someone chat said it's, it's TV on the go. The problem is that 
in almost in, almost mo- every TV service offers TV on the go nowadays. Yeah, yeah but but it, going back to like the millennials, which uh, th- I'm thank God I am one year on the cusp of being in, or else I would feel real old about when people talk about. But like the idea of millennials that every time people describe them, they describe them as they want to watch things when they want to watch them, and more importantly, when they're out and about. While they want to be connected to shit and they want to find out things quickly, they don't want to be tethered to, oh, well, my I'm out, but my favorite show starts in five, so I guess I can watch it while I'm out. Like, no, it's, I'm out, I'm going to do what I do, and if I go home and I want to watch that show, that's what I'll do when I get home. But I'm not beholden to your schedule, F you. And that's, like, the biggest takeaway that you can see from trends with the internet. And the fact that they're like, hey, you know we could offer you TV, we're hip to the kids, no one gives a shit. You kind of have you kind of have to go all the way back to the beginning and decide like how you want to watch TV. Period. Because like okay, big thing is the is the DVR cloud DVR is like cool because you can skip over ads and that's like a cool thing. And you'll like kind of like you can be like, yo, I'm gonna go s- check my DVR and be like, here's like my sh- my shit that I'm gonna watch. Like bop bop bop. Now that it's live, whatever whatever. But, like, it's not going to be on Apple TV. It's not going to be on Roku. It's not going to be on PS4 or Xbox. It's only going to be on Chromecast. You still have to watch commercials. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's weird. I, I, I don't know. But you, I think, you know, this is... You can't you watch know, football games from your phone because they have a deal with Verizon. You can stream them on the desktop, but you can't do it on the phone. Like, because there's an NFL deal that's, like, crippling that. It's weird. I, I think also, too, though, I think where where this is going to eventually lead to is programming for kids. Like, I think a lot of this is like, I, I want to know how much, how many, how young these kids are who are watching YouTube in regards to like things like the toy boxing channels and, you know, Spider-Man versus Elsa or whatever. Like those, those views mean a lot to YouTube. And I think this is the beginning of them monetizing those views. You know, Disney Channel XD, Disney Channel on the go for your little kid. If you're out somewhere, oh, here, here's Mickey Mouse. Look at look at the phone for the next three three or four hours. Like it's just right there on the phone. They're not going to press buttons. They just sit there. and They're going to be glued to it. I think that's kind of what, at least like that's the thought process. It might be for some can, of what you can what already this is. do that. Right. You can, I think that's the problem. You can, you can already, already self subscribe. Right. You can already pay like two three bucks a month per channel that you want you can have sesame street streaming directly to your phone via the youtube app yeah. without the need of of that but i think that's what they're mm-hmm. trying to appeal to they're trying to they're trying to get that full market value for for everyone who isn't on their platform i just again think this goes back to people who have no understanding of their audience and their their consumers once again attempting to figure out a way to monetize them and so I'm sure there was like a bunch of guys like, I'm with a big cable company, and I've got a deal for you. We'll give you a bunch of money if you throw our channels on your thing and give it to your kids. They're like, money? Sure, we'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we'll d- find a way to make it work, which is so sad because that's the way 90% of things that happen on like the internet work. It's like, we'll give you money if you do this. Like, I mean, it's against my own self-interest and seems like a lot of stupidity, but sure, all right, I'll do it. it, it it's just, it's so unfortunate, right? Because I feel like, uh, what made YouTube so large, at least like in the most recent years, has been like us with growing our audiences and making content and like growing communities and working together as friends and building a great place for videos. And as the professional clock 
like turns on faster and faster for YouTube, the people who made the community great and and the support system that it built is just being pushed away. And if you, I mean, Jesse, I'm sure your life's continued a little bit, but when you have a YouTube Red show, like depending on what it is, I'm sure they're going to be super proud to work with you because that now means you're a part of the professional circle. Whereas, like, I I have been to the YouTube space tons of times. I have met people on YouTube all the time. None of them know, don't know who any of us are. They don't care. They're yeah. they're just a part of like this weird cog. What what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna let you in on a secret, guys. It doesn't change when you have a YouTube Red show. <laughs> <laughs> turns out, turns out, you're still a nobody. <laughs> unless unless you have like a six to seven million channel, you're still a nobody. So. There you go. Spoilers cool. of the Cool, we're internet. still all nobodies. I'm yeah. so glad. That's okay. I would rather I would rather do what I do and love it than be stressed by success. Which Amen. blows my mind that that's a thing that happens, but it does. And uh I like I like what I do and I'm thrilled that I get to do it with you guys every day. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh let's talk about something that is a change that I actually think is great. That I think is is really cool. Uh so right now we're using we're broadcasting to you guys live on Switch. Wah 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 joke. Uh, we're on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> hey, uh, we're we're on Twitch right now. And uh, what I think is really really cool is the two new changes they made that have been needed for a long time. That I've been like, why in God's name can I do this? If you recall, last time Dodger was like, I got a name change, and I was like, boy, would that be effing nice? I'm just gonna say, guys, I think I changed Twitch. I think it was me, and only me. They saw my you. plea, and they said, that poor young man, you. he just wants it so badly. How Why can't we, we do that for everyone? Him. Why can't we, we do that for everyone? I was, I, was, I was the first person. I was the first domino, it, and I, I'm going to take that to the grave, and no one can take it from me. So anyway. I'm shocked you haven't changed it yet. Uh, it ha yeah, we're working on that. <laughs> are, you having, are, you having, are you having nostalgia? <laughs> Are you, is nostalgia like hitting you? Are you like, but then it won't be this anymore? Uh, I think we're just trying to work on the fact that every time I have a conversation with them, they're just like, yo, what if instead you made your subscription monthly? And I'm like, what if I didn't though, guys? <laughs> like, but what if you did? I'm like, no, not going to have this yeah. conversation. Um, so that Clips. you can now name change, which is something they need to do for a long time because it made no sense. Some of the names people had were just ludicrous like dingle dangle 694 and then you have to be like yeah hey, everybody dingle dangle 694 here broadcasting live it's like you <sighs> yeah i had a, i had a viewer uh i was streaming and we were talking about the fact that everybody can change usernames now and one of my viewers i don't remember your actual name so i'm just gonna come up with one that's way worse his name was basically like cock gobbler like something like that and he was like <laughs> you mean it I can finally <laughs> change my name? You mean it? I was like, oh, you poor thing. Yes, Cock like, Gobbler. It's fine. Cock Gobbler, this is your day. You can change your name. We all have we, we all start out on the internet with names we regret later in life. No but how one... excited were you about Cataclysm, though? Uh, OMFG, dude. OMFG Cata. That's, I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited. Shame that was a garbage expansion, but so excited. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, and then the next thing, you can buy games here now, or you will be soon, uh, yeah, if someone's streaming it, because they work with Amazon, uh, and Amazon's, like, all up in the Twitch, now there is 
the ability to buy games. So if you see someone streaming a game, you can just click on them. And I think, am I wrong? Duger, you know this way more than me. If you buy a game through Twitch, does the person who's streaming get a cut of that? Yes, yes I think, uh, I don't know the percentage, but five, yes. I think it's 5%. It's I think something like that. So yeah, yeah, if, if we're playing a game and you're like, man, this game looks really cool, maybe I'll buy it. There will be literally a link and it'll support us, so... And you can That's actually cool. link. You can actually link. So, like, if you if you use UPlay or you use whatever else, I think you can like. It's like through them. Like, it's not like you're getting a key in your email necessarily. Yeah. I think you can just like buy the game straight on whatever service it is that you need to buy it on. Pretty cool thing. In in you know, it discourages uh, you know people buying and selling keys separate from the developers. Right. My the question only... is sales. Oh. Are there going to be sales? What, what do, you do you mean? Like, are you oh, is like it going to clearance? <laughs> Well, not not clearance necessarily, but like, you know, like say for example, like I could see a situation where in the future partners, Twitch partners get an email that's like, hey, just so you know, like uh, GTA 5 is on sale today for $20. So, you know, if you want to make some money, maybe you sell that game today by streaming it today and you can get some income that way. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. I, I'm interested to see, like, I know for a fact that that. You know, I, I support the shit out of GOG, so I will send them there over, like, Steam or whatever. But, what? with that said, this is, you know, things that you would buy physical copies of, I imagine. Like, you're going to Amazon because you're going to get the PlayStation game, or, like, right? It's it's only through Amazon? You're not going to get anything no, else? I think, I, uh, I think, I yeah, think, I was going to say, I, I think whatever whatever game you're playing, it's going to link to the game in a way where you have to use the Twitch launcher. Well, it says... Yeah. It, it says I don't know that I'm do, okay with that. I don't need another redeem, launcher. It says you can, redeem, you can redeem through whatever, though. So, like, even though you go oh, through really Twitch... Good. Yeah, like, once you go through the Twitch launcher, you can actually redeem it through Uplay or whatever else. I don't know what other services. That's the only one that's mentioned in this article. But the list of developers is impressive. Hmm. Yeah. I... I'm interested to see how it works out. I definitely uh, have no desire to change what I'm doing now. Like, if I think a game's get... cool, I'll send you a link. Like, here's where you can get it. But I'm not... Yeah. I don't... I, I think there is going to absolutely be, like, a weird, shitty subsect of streamers who are like, what's the most expensive game that's being played right now? Yeah. So that my 5% is worth as much yeah. as possible. But, like... Not many people are gonna give a fuck about doing I'm, that. I'm, apparently, you also get rewards for buying games if you're a if you're a if you're just like a audience member. Like if you buy the game, you get like a loot crate basically, of like emo with emotes in it and stuff. What? Oh, yeah. that's cute. You get like Twitch yeah. crates. I, I, I think there's a lot of cool stuff in there. I think it's it's really interesting. Uh, I also am excited for this. Not in that I think I'll use it very much or or offer it to people very much, but. I'm excited in that I hope it really fucks over the G2A stuff yeah, and the people God who damn. use those services because, again, let me point out for the record, scummy as shit, those services. Don't use them. Please don't use them. So yeah. I think that uh, having more options to buy games and knowing that those games will support the person who uh, is is casting that game and will do it in a way that's super legal is much better than... Hey, if you go to this thing, you can get it for 75% off. It's like, how, though? How is it 75% off? That's <laughs> not right. Something's it's, wrong here. It's a black market. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand why anybody buys anything that doesn't pay the developer or the public. Right? Yeah. Crazy. 
I'm super excited for the fact that Twitch has just been really on top of how they adapt with their company. You know, three or four years ago, like people had their own partnerships with other companies for a lot of the features that Twitch is offering. And the fact that Twitch is like owning it up, doing it right and supporting their community and investing in their community in this way mm-hmm. is awesome. You know, how many times have you guys played a game on stream or then the video series on, on YouTube where someone's like, I bought this game because of you yeah absolutely and now is the time now is the time to say okay hey like if you know now your viewers can say i i bought this game literally because you and to thank you you now have received some of the profit of the game that i bought Mm -hmm. it's pretty rare good times yeah i'm interested in the changes that are going to happen i think i think it'll be really cool all right uh, is there any other really important news or should we move on to the world that is releases so we can get through these? Relacios. Yeah, what do you say? I don't really see anything huge. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tax laws on on Valve like could be could maybe affect prices on Steam. Not a huge deal, but it's a thing that's yeah. being, being talked about. I don't know. I think All we can right. move on. Hit us, Dukes. What do you got, kid? Alrighty. So, February 28th, aka today, we have The Last Weekend. Um, it is a... It looks like it's a mystery game. It's about five teenagers who are in a cabin, and I don't know, probably one of them is a murderer or something. Go but on. You, you get to... Uh, all, all of the different kids have, like, something that they're really good at. So you get to choose which one you want to play as, and then uh, you kind of, like, progress through the story differently. Um, and also, when I scroll down, there's, like, a big old censored picture. And it's it says, um, you should have noticed, this is an 18 and up product. There are some really fruity moments. Uh, yeah, so. there's just straight up, uh, like, a a spread is what I get. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. it's a person spreading themselves out for you to look yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it's like, <laughs> hey, patrons get access to the game uncensored. I'll be honest with you, yep. game developer. I want to play the uncensored version, but I really just don't want to uh, have to be a Patreon. So you're breaking my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Heartbroken. <laughs> the next game is called Energia. And it is a extremely minimalistic tower defense game. Oh my god, um, hold on. They, they, they're like, show us the things. Hold on, y'all. Okay. Hold on, I'll show Holding. you the things. Okay, Holding. So, uh, you know what? Dodger, like, sing everyone a song. A beautiful song. Uh, This next game is called Energia, and it's got lots of dots. All of the dots mean different things, and then you connect them to make a tower defense. This looks like a, like, research assistant. Right? program if you um if you watch uh the little trailer it's hilarious because the developer is basically just like and the best art that i could make yeah <laughs> it's yeah. amazing it's like i'm a fucking programmer you get to so... see his desktop wallpaper look yeah you guys will just amazing. have to go look it up yourself i tried and it gave us a black screen it was just like <laughs> sorry you can't you can't see what's on the screen asshole look just know that there was a porn game, and you can just Google it yourself, dicks. And now we're on Energia, and that's we're <laughs> yeah, moved on. Yeah, we're on, we're we're on Energia, and it's lot, it's lots of different dots and lines. And the game uh, looks interesting. The game looks yeah. interesting. The it the visuals are not amazing. No, but I like 
I don't know. I really like that they acknowledge. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, look, I'm not an artist. I made all this shit in paint. So. <laughs> yeah. Pretty so uh, just going back, we've covered the last weekend and Energia. Yes. Continue. Please. The next one is called Turnaround. Um, it is a horror game where you play a person who has lived in the woods for 20 years. What? Um, so like you are, you know what you're fucking doing, right? Like you've lived out there by yourself for 20 years and you come back to your cabin one day after hunting and you find a letter that changes your life. Um, from the the description, turn around. (laughs) I hope so. Uh, from the description, it's it sounds kind of um, like that old Slenderman game, where you have to you have to find like specific items and kind of figure out what's going on. Yeah, a lot of the trailer is in darkness, so it's not very exciting to watch. But it could be interesting. Just from the description, it could be interesting. High I'm, complexity, I'm, it says. I'm I'm intrigued. I'll take yeah. a look at it. Yeah. 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 The game after that, which I feel like I've heard people talk about, is called Hound, in all caps. Hound! Um, yeah, it's an evolution Hound. simulator. Oh, I, 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 now that I'm seeing it, I, I recognize this art, at least. Very, very cool-looking game. Yeah, speeds up natural selection and genetic mutation. It's in early access. Yeah, some of the little bug creatures or whatever these are. It's it, The art style's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that, oh my god, I just clicked onto the next game and it was so fucking loud. <laughs> the next game, just a warning everybody, next game is called Desync. It's a single player first person action game, but like the aesthetic of it is super trippy. Um, just like lots of bright colors and shapes and just... It's like super hexagon except like 3D. Yeah. Uh, one, of the, one of the last pictures shows like a bad guy. And I'm like, ah, oh, it looks kind of cool. Oh yeah, he's like a Tron. He's like a Tron man. Yeah. yeah. He's like if the tank thing from Tron was a transformer. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like no, that. you're right. That's tight. Cool. It looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the game after that is called My Vet Practice. Oh. It's literally a game where you're a vet and you take care of animals and is the animals look my real vet cute. Practice in the country? No, it's just straight up My Vet Practice. What? Is Elsa in this game? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. Uh, a lot of the screenshots are just like really adorable animals. And it's like. Pet, petting a guinea pig. Yeah. We stick them with a needle or just give them a pat on the head. Sometimes that's all they need, just a pat. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. Looks adorable. The game after that is a holy shit, a VR game that. Somebody like one of us needs to fucking play this game. It's uh-huh. called Stage Presence. Um, it's a game where you are a karaoke singer or a karaoke like player. Oh my god! You're on a stage, and oh it god. has Twitch integration where you can make it so that all of the people in the audience are oh your viewers. God. <laughs> and oh my they, god! And they like react to whether or not you're doing well. You can also just play multiplayer with your friends and have one friend be on stage and everybody else is in the audience like throwing shit at you. <laughs> Yo, that's some Black Mirror shit right there. <laughs> right? This is uh, crazy. Flipping off the lyrics page. 
<laughs> oh my god. He's just eating pills and throwing up. <laughs> Dude just shot lightning out of his hand at the crowd. <laughs> Love this it. This game looks hilarious. Yeah. Uh, wow. I think it's great. Yep. I want it so yep. badly. Yeah. So there's oh, that. Tiny One build. of us has to play it. Um, there is a, a Spass game. A space oh, a game, which is a not, a it's not totally my jam, but I know that there are lots of people watching where it is their jam. So Constellation Distantia is uh, Constellation. an atmospheric sci-fi survival game with an Dis epic story. Distantia. Distantia. Uh, you know, it, six, six, six. Uh, interesting. There's first person, but also like top down. Mm. It looks like a third person flying sim to me yeah, more. But then it cuts to, like first person sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Mm. Moving on to console games, Horizon Zero Dawn, which we already Yo. talked about. Woo! Go and Go play ahead. it. Kristen says it's a masterpiece. So try Ready. that out. Uh, for 3DS, we have Story of Seasons Trio of Towns, which is basically, I mean, it's its along the same lines as Harvest Moon. It's just it like literally a is, It literally is Harvest Moon. They had, yeah. to, they had to give up the name, like, because wow. the publisher wouldn't give it to them, because now it moved to another. It's Marvelous now, and it's literally Harvest Moon. It's crazy. That's so weird. I thought Sega that it was a competing franchise that was just identical. It's the team that made Harvest Moon, like, fine. You don't want to make Harvest... It's like the rock band Guitar Hero situation. Like, right. To, yeah. But, like, the, <laughs> legit, the legit one is Story of Seasons. So, get hype. Mm. Mm. Uh, next up is Torment Tides of Numenera for PC, PS4, Xbox One, Mac, and I'm excited and for Linux. that. I'm excited because we did Numenera on Roleplay. And so, I get to actually see what that world's supposed to look like versus what was in right. my mind that I'm really excited to check it out. And the PS4 version of The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, which has been on PC for a while and has very good reviews. What is it? Uh, it looks kind of... I'm trying to think of a game that it looks like. It looks sort of like Divinity. Diablo. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like a, an adventure game. I could get into this. It looks fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, now taking a complete left turn into ridiculousness. March 1st, we have a game called Ticket. It says the newest, most spectacular innovation in audiovisual visual enchantment. And if you all could just take a second and watch oh my the trailer, God. that would be great. I am. I am. Uh, you can hear the audio in the background right now, everyone. What a is lonely, timid left foot, determined to make his run on a world that's ever so crumbling around him. Left foot, determined to make a mark on the world that's ever so crumbling around him. I can't. What is this game? <laughs> I need to play I don't, it. You know, I wish I knew. <laughs> this is one of those games where, like, you don't know, but it, like, could be, like, the no. next Undertale. It... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This game's so it looks like amazing. Shower Man. YouTube. I don't know if you guys have ever... Oh, yeah! Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just does. Um, anyway, moving on from that nonsense, we have Blast Off, which is... Uh, I guess I guess it would be considered an Endless Runner game. Um, you are like a little orb that shoots stuff out of the way so that you can continue to progress. Um, there are like big like machine monsters and things that try to basically come from the bottom and destroy you, and you have to just like shoot them. 
Huh. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's like a yeah. backwards, like, write-in type of game. Mm-hmm. Visually, it looks great. Yeah. Uh, the game after that is called Water Heroes. I'm trying to remember which one this was. Oh, it's like a little, it's a game for kids that teaches you about the water cycle with puzzles. Dro- Droppy Aww. boys. Look at him. He's so cute. And it's adorable. They look <laughs> like they're all going to burst. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, I had to sneeze because I'm allergic to the enjoyment of water. <laughs> uh, and then we have Revenant Saga, which is a fantasy RPG. Um, all of the like avatar photo, you know, when like somebody's talking and it shows you like a high res picture of them. The art is all beautiful. Um, this is like straight up a PS1 game. It looks like. Yeah. Right. It's weird. It's like a combination of a lot of different art styles, and it's yeah. kind of bizarre, but I don't know. Like Seems low like poly. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. definitely has that PS1 vibe to it. it tickles Ooh, my I do like the go. fact that it gives you the power to be good or evil. Yeah. Can I play as evil through that game and be like, now I am the one who has the Revenant sagas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is I who sagas the Revenant. <laughs> All right, and the last one for March 1st is Final Fantasy XV A King's Tale. Yo, uh, that you got that for free if you got it from GameStop, but I guess no, now, but now it's officially it out. Yeah. It yep, is, yep, yep. apparently, it is sort of kind of canon, but not really canon, so... It's like a cutesy beat-em-up version of Final Fantasy XV, like, through, like, a, like, uh, Princess Bride-style fairy tale, right? Yeah, it's basically your dad... Uh, t- when you're sick, when you're younger, your dad tells you a story about him and his friends that is based in truth, but not true. It's sort of the fantasy tale version of their true story. And so, right. it, I think it's kind of neat. It, is, is it single player? I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew. Because if it's multiplayer, we should play together. Just Yo, I'm in. I'm in. I want to do that. I want to be know. Sid. I want to be old man, well, young man Sid. So badly, and just jump around like spear dudes. That's my plan. I just want to spear dudes. <laughs> Moving yeah. on to March 2nd, we have Einlanzer, which is Ooh. another RPG game. It doesn't look as polished as the other one, but it's still another, like, full-scale, epic, uh, action, RPG. I like the art style that they've chosen yeah. for the game. I think that's this, one's a, this one's a Super Nintendo game compared to a PS1 game. <laughs> right. The choice is yours. Cool. Yeah. Kind of Dragon Questy, cool. Mm-hmm. And if after all of that adventuring, whew, we're all so tired, we just oh. want to chill out a little bit. You can play uh, a Killa Bird Flight Simulator, where you just fly yes. around as a bird in the mountains. We've seen this. Oh, before, it's a VR. I think. Yeah? It's a VR boy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, another kind of weird game. This just looks like art from the side of like a van. Like I'm in. <laughs> Like airbrushed art. Right? Yeah. Uh, the game after that is called Escape the Mazes. And you you're <laughs> literally, you're like little RPG avatars just walking around in a maze. <laughs> it's to the point. It's to the point. Green light. Yeah, it's like you just walk around mazes. Escape the mazes. <laughs> Chips yeah. challenge. Okay. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, next game is Room Scale Coaster, which is another, like, VR game where you're... I don't even know how to describe it. There's a game called Room Scale Tower, so I wonder if that's 
the same like you're just building stuff and then riding it maybe in vr dodge <laughs> duck and collect to increase your high score as you fly through the air on a sci-fi another platform. endless runner yeah a like, sci-fi platform like... but it's in vr interesting mm-hmm. and so you're ducking what... and dodging and twirling out of the way but it's... like in real life that's kind of weird i don't know <laughs> i yeah I, have, I don't know <laughs> yeah i mean me neither dude um, final game for March 2nd is called Sin Castle, which looks super weird. Uh, it is a high-difficulty adventure game focusing on puzzling. If you look at the I'm screenshots, ready. you're gonna be like, what? Yeah, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I need to know. What? Wait, what is, what is this? Like, I don't the know! Gameplay mechanics, I can't figure out, but there's also, like, rigorous rules. blonde angel chicks riding up on this demon man, and it gives me hope. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so like, I I I think this looks cool, but I can't tell what the shit it is. Yeah. It yep. seems to be completely in another language. That is true. It also seems to be that. Huh. Okay. <laughs> cool. Moving on to March third, we have Dying Star, a robotics online open world survival game. It seems like you just every you and all of your buds play as robots. Also, that's what it looks like to me. The logo looks like it says oh, dang, dang star. Looks like dang says, star. Dang star. Dang star. Oh, you dang star. Dang star. Yeah, you do kind of look like you're all robot people and you go around sort of destiny style on speeders and shit. And... <clears throat> ah, I don't know. Huh. Combat is involved. Hmm. The next game looks like a Doom mod to me. What is it called? It's called the It's called the Last Patient. It's a first-person horror shooter. Oh boy. Uh, and like, some of it looks super cool, but just like the the. It looks a little dated. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that first yeah. screenshot of that guy, that monster, is so funny. He's just like, <laughs> I know. Ah, hey everybody. Yeah, it's, some of uh, it looks fine, but. Looks like Time Crisis or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like first person Resident Evil one on the PS one. I'm yeah. there. It's short. I'm there. It's short. Yeah. Uh, this next game looks super fun. Belco VR Escape Room Experiment. Oh. Okay. Um, this escape room experiment provokes the question, what does it take to survive at work? Players are prompted to solve a series of challenging puzzles in order to escape from their office before a microchip in their head explodes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll it play looks, the shit out of this. Isn't the premise of a movie great. that's coming up? Microchip, the movie? No, there's a movie uh, where apparently... Oh, yes, microchip. Where apparently everyone's locked in an office and uh, they have to uh, kill each other in order to keep their jobs or something. What? Is that real? It's a real trailer that I just saw the other day and was like, well, this is the thing that happened. <laughs> well, we're making this. Yeah. The Belco experiment in theaters March 17th. What? Is that real? So it's a, yeah, it must be a tie-in, a VR tie-in. What? Experience. There we yeah. go. I told you that this was the thing. All right. Interesting. All right. All right. Uh, the next game is called Chaos Drift. It is another RP... Like, Nostalgia-based RPG game, so okay, you'd yeah, like looks, to. Looks like it was kickstarted a few, 
you where's this kickstarter Chaos date Drift. here's the thing the monster designs i think are really clever and unique looking yeah the art style is really good on this yeah yeah if you're looking for like an old school rpg got some shimigami tensei vibes from these monsters <laughs> yeah i think it looks cool um this next one i don't know why i love the way that it looks so much it's called mestema out of hell it's a side scroller that looks how do you even spell old? that M-A-S-T-E-M-A, -E Mestema, out of hell. And, uh, so, like, some screenshots look super dated, and then you'll see one where you're like, oh, that, dang, that looks pretty cool. Uh, maybe it's just me. <laughs> Mestema. You're right. Mestema. Some of the screenshots look very, uh... Like the one with the huge skull and stuff? The huge yeah. skeleton? Yeah, this is a really, like, hard-to-nail-down... It's a platformer, it looks like. Maybe like mm. Ghouls and Ghosts or something. Kind of. Kind yeah. of, yeah. It's, right, like yeah. it's like it's like if Red Skull had his own action platformer game. <laughs> yep. I'll get you, Captain America. Just give me two hours to get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then moving on to consoles, it's literally just a bunch of stuff that's coming Triple out a. along with uh, the Switch. It's Just Dance 2017, Breath yes. of the Wild, 1-2 um, Switch, Steep, Rayman Legends Definitive Edition, Skylanders, Imaginators, Super Bomberman, I Am Setsuna, I World of Goo, Little Inferno, Human Resource Machine, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove, um, Fast RMX, and Snipper Clips are all Snipper Clips! It's awesome! You have to play it! Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading a prediction that Bomberman R is going to become, like, super... Best-selling Bomberman game of all time, period. Right. Because there's, like, not that many other games to, like, purchase on the shelf the day the Switch comes out. And, like, mm -hmm. who doesn't like Bomberman? But it doesn't even matter if it's good because, like, you're going to grab it or not, like, that right. first time you're in the store. Right. Uh, it's already sold out on Amazon. So we shall see. Uh, and then WRC 6 for PS4 <laughs> is also coming out on the same day as Everything for the Switch. World Rally, like the Rally Championships game, like a, the racing game. WRC, the game, I am clicked on it, and it it is, in fact, the Extreme Motorsports Challenge. That's what it is. <laughs> Yo, just play Forza Horizon 3. That game is incredible if you're looking for a good racing game on next gen. It's open world. It's like Destiny meets racing. It's good. I don't know about this game. <laughs> uh... The next one on March 4th is called The Guard of Dungeon. Oh, good. Yeah. The Guard of Dungeon? Yeah, it's a first-person shooter where you're walking around a dungeon shooting stuff. It Maybe Dungeon like. is the name of a land. Doesn't look bad. The graphics ah. are better than the title makes it seem like. Right, right, yeah. I expected it to be a mess, but it doesn't look bad at all. Task, kill all monsters. Task, shoot the tentacles. Hell yeah. All those are solid. That's solid task work. <laughs> <laughs> and the final game, which um, I just need all of you to watch the first trailer with the sound on. I will turn it on for people in chat so they can hear it. What Great. Is, because right. it, just like watch the trailer and soak in what music they decided oh to use. My what God. is this game? You take control of a microbe what and guide it through a hostile what is the game? environment. What is you're the a game? microbe and you're floating around trying not to die. What is the game? The game. The name. Oh, what's it called? Yes. You haven't said Why it. Why didn't you say what's it called? I'm sorry. <laughs> Infector. I-N-F-E-K-T-O-R. Infector. I thought that it was a sperm game. 
right? It looks kind of like a little sperm. I just yeah. love the music that they included with the trailer. Super hardcore music. Yeah. It's, it's a banger. <laughs> the best part is, is that the, um, the gameplay does, the tempo of the gameplay does not match the actual music. The music yeah. is really in your face, like, wah, bah, 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 bah. and it's just a little thing moving very slowly around. <laughs> yeah. Thinking back I'm, on it, Infector is not a great name for a sperm game anyway, so I'm glad it's not. You're, you're, you're yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Is that it? Are we done? Did yep. we beat it? That's it. We did it. We All beat right. it. We, we beat the game. Before, <laughs> before we uh, wrap this thing up, let's uh, hit it with some uh, where you can find us and stuff like that. So let's start with Gerard. Gerard, buddy. Tell us about yourself. Hey guys, uh, on YouTube, I am known as that one video gamer for my show, The Completionist. You can check me out over there. I also have a Let's Play channel called Super Beard Bros. It's where uh, I beat games, and Alex, a former games journalist, gives you trivia. And then I also have a personal channel in which you want to, if you want to check out the behind the scenes making of the show or anything in the office, that's YouTube.com/slash Gerard Completionist. You can find me on Twitter, JK completes it. And everything else is basicationist, and that's me. Alex. Season six, of the, season six, of the completionist starts Friday. Woo! Six seasons in a movie. Aw. <gasps> yeah. Hit it. What's up? I've been a porn writer for thirty-five years. <laughs> <laughs> in my spare time, I uh, sell drugs in South America. Uh, somehow, I still find the time to run a Pokemon channel on the internet called The Dex. <laughs> Uh, youtube.com slash the national decks check us out if you like Bill Nye the science guy if you like Alton Brown and you like Pokemon this is probably the greatest channel you've ever found in your you'll life. love it you'll love it I also uh, am on Super Beard Bros with Gerard we have a yes. good time find me find me on the web I'm right the most here popular let's play that no one's watching pro Jared watches it though Bro Jared, yeah. bro Jared is like our five-star Yelp guy, so yeah. we're we're happy with that. Dodger, what's going on with you? Um, well, we got we got the news, we got the gaming news, we got the anime news. There might also be some some cool extra stuff, some surprises, maybe a new welcome to the fandom. Very exciting. Uh, I also stream most days on twitch.tv slash dexbonus and on all the social media I'm at dexbonus so I would love it if you would come and hang out that would be amazing that's all uh, you can find me right here on twitch.tv slash abuzi or on youtube.com slash jessicox or at jessicox on the tweetster uh, I now have a snapchat that is uh, epic underscore maneuver I'm just saying it might be the best thing that I've ever done, and I may quit YouTube and everything else. I have not had that much fun doing stupid shit in a <laughs> long time. So there's no rules on Snapchat. No rules. And uh, Instagram is uh, Notorious COX, and that's where I'll be. I uh, do stuff with all these guys, uh, Scare Game Squad and Do Grow Play Games, and I'm thrilled to have an office filled with such wonderful people who at a drop Aww. of the hat I can be like, you want to – Help me not have a shitty podcast tomorrow, and they're like, "Bruh, we got you." So, yeah, thank man. You all. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to Kristen for coming on and doing stuff, and not Yay, just Kristen. coming on Woo. and be like, "Guys, help me, please help me." 
he left the room, but I need to get out of here, and no one no one helps me. Thank you for not doing that. Um, and uh, that's where we'll end it. I know uh, after this, Dodger probably has some streamy stuff she's going to end up doing. Uh, I'm going to finish up Night in the Woods. So if you don't want spoilers, Yay! now's the time to run out of this stream because we're going to play some music, then jump into it. So Woo! all the love in the world for these guys. Uh, thank you so much for being on TV. We look forward to seeing you next week, and hopefully you're yeah, really love you, TV. much better, love dude. Love you, man. Get well All soon, right. my dude. That's it for me. Hopefully you guys are awesome. Let's get out of here. Bye. Bye, everybody.